Radio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... birthday to us happy birthday to us in fact chris you sing this because you're a better singer oh happy birthday to us happy birthday happy day <laughs> well, 100 <laughs> episodes man 100 episodes lads it Love is that. the 100th episode of football daft the daft of this scottish football podcast around i'm john and let's welcome the team you just heard him there. Uh, he made his mark on the show at episode 30. He's been with us ever since. It's Christopher C. Toll. How are you doing, Chris? Christopher C. Toll? How do you know my middle name? Cause it's Celtic, isn't it? That's true, eh? <laughs> do you want to know my middle name? What's your middle what name? Is it? The next king of Britain. Charles. Charles. You look a bit like a Charles. We checked all. After, after we checked. <laughs> we checked it all. We checked check. it. My full, my full Catholic school name. Yes. Christopher Charles Henry Toll. It's the most Protestant Catholic name that you'll ever get in your life. <laughs> you know how, like, obviously I'm always name dropping Barrymore, but his real name is Michael Parker because they, they, they get stage names. Why? I, I would check Toll's brilliant. Check Toll. Check Toll. Check Toll. Yeah. There was, you could only have one chick in Scotland, and that was Chick Murray, but he's not here anymore. So Chick Charnley. Chick, who was Chick Chick, 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 Chick the postman. Young. Chick Cherry. Chick, Chick Cherry. <laughs> Chick Young, Chick Cherry. Chick Cherry. It's the high road postman, Andy Cameron. All happening. Right. All happening. Chick Lots Chick of chicks out there. But what a postman he was, uh. That man you hear right there, he's been with us from episode one, and he's delighted that we've turned 100 because it means we get a letter from the Queen. It's Grado. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's been a journey and a half, is it no? I know, eh? Well, I, I remember when you and Cameron phoned me up and he was like, these guys want to do a podcast, it's going to be big. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's going to be big. I, I tell you right now, Grado, I give it six months and we're doing it every morning. We're doing a, bre- a breakfast football daft every morning. That's what he said. <laughs> going to of course, hey, he's, he stayed for 20 episodes and fucked off. <laughs> yeah, I know. I then it was Tanner, I liked talking Tanner. I can't, so did Tanner do 10 episodes? He did 10 episodes. He did, so you did 1 to 20, then 20 to 30 was Tanner, and then ever since we've had the bold Christopher Toe and our missing man today, Stephen Purden, who is on his jolly. So he's I mean, missing I'm, I'm wondering whether or not to invite him to my 40th now if he's not turning up for this birthday party. When is your 40th? Next year, mate. <sighs> Oh, a member GBX and everything I think you're beautiful Shut up. oh Honestly. yeah I've got to ask Georgie about that haven't I it's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea by the way here um, so we've, we've done we've done 100 episodes mm-hmm. we, we, we managed to go with it we managed to get a, basically a, a a guest every week apart from last week Aye. I mean it's only only two guests of course cost money that's <laughs> <laughs> two guests were those Grado listen no, no man, let's, let's put it out to the fans who do they think who do they think Charles does to appear on Football Daft? And, 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 who, and who do you think paid them? <laughs> <laughs> that was a stressful couple of weeks. Who else? We've, we've not had many. Have we had many knockbacks? That's what I was thinking about. We've had quite a few knock. We've had quite a few knockbacks. Had a knockback for the guy that's on the show today. We have. We have. We're going to, the, today. I thought 
the guest we have on today, I think we've got to keep a mystery. It's probably football daft. I would say the most talked about person I'm on football, the football daft history. I would say, with the exception of Jerry Polini. <laughs> well, we've had Jerry on. We've had the great Jerry Polini on the show, which was, well, which was fantastic. We got him on for Grado's birthday, didn't we? Um, I mean, looking back at the hundred episodes, boys. Um, Chris, you've been with us for seventy. Grado, you've been at, from day dot. What's been your favourite moments? My favourite moment, and I watch it regularly, is when, <laughs> is when Charlie Christie wasn't That's mine. <laughs> Without a doubt, that is mine. When, Char- when Charlie Christie hadn't left the chat yet, and you started talking about him, Johnny, and Grado tried to run through his door to get away from the fucking interview. <laughs> um, said, John, you need to put this up as an outtake again, man. Because do you know what? I don't. Class. Do you know what? If you're not a Patreon, right, you probably haven't seen this, right? Because we do outtakes on our Patreon every week of all the stuff that we can't play. Now, this is the probably the funniest outtake <laughs> ever when Grado freaks out because Charlie, we realise that Charlie Christie's still on the call, and I'm like, oh, he, I didn't think he'd be a great interview, but he was brilliant, wasn't he? <laughs> I tell you what, we'll put that on the Twitter. Uh, this week, so right. open out for the greatest football daft outtake of all time, and we'll put that on the Twitter <laughs> this week. Uh, Grado, what, doubt, what's been so your favourite moment? We've obviously had some mad... I mean, when you look at the guests we've had on this show, unfucking fucking believable you Going back to today, we've had Kenny Miller, Mark Haitley, Billy Gilmore, Simon Donnelly, John Hartson... Jane Park. Ian Murray, and, uh, <laughs> you know... Jane Park, I forgot Jane Park was on it. Mate, that was that, that was the worst for me because oh, that was horrible. You and did he, you know get us in as a surprise and stuff like uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that was I. What other ones was there? there was um, but there was a few of them that come in the studio. Let me tell you something as well, but because John, you were the at the initial, you were the. I wasn't. You, you came when the tenth eleven four episode four, and I remember. Because we had Gary, who was a producer, and he was brand new, and he was like, look, there's a new producer starting next week. And then John started, and I was like, I don't like this guy. Seriously? I was like, I don't trust him. Great, <laughs> it took you about fucking five years to like me, I can't. <laughs> no, no, that's pause. <laughs> no, John, it wasn't as bad as that. It wasn't as bad as that, but I was just like... I, you know that way I was like, "Fuck, what do, who's this guy?" But then, so, knowing you now, how best. I know you now, I'm not surprised. You're the really best, mate. Surprised, really, I'm surprised. I tell you my darkest secrets. Right, exactly. Wasn't what's what's been your favourite moment, Grade? What's been apart from the, the Charlie Christie outtake? Um, I'm trying to think now. Wow, what would be? These a couple. Of... Do you know what one one of my? I'll get. I'll give you mine. I'll give you mine. It's a story we talk about on this show an awful lot. Um, one of my favourite guests we had on. It was again a, risk, a really surprising guest because we booked him and we thought, oh, what will we speak to him about? It was Mark Reynolds. I thought he was a brilliant guest. Ah, and it has tremendous. to be the Archie Knox story about you know Spunk, Spunker shape bag. Spunker shape bag. Um, that, that was tremendous. It really was. That was fucking hilarious, man. Billy Gilmore, Gredo. I mean, you're obviously pals with Billy. I mean, that went. Vi- I mean, massively viral. Was on Lad Bible. It was on Sport Bible. You presenting him with a bottle of Bucky and a porno mag on his 18th birthday. That's got to be up there. <laughs> That's up there as well. That was really really cool. There was um, who else was? It was good that we got on the show. David Martindale was good. I'm just looking at folk on YouTube. I like I liked Barry Ferguson. I know it was my first show, but I liked Barry Ferguson and Bob Malcolm. I thought they were brilliant quality. Good value. The um, who else was there? There was um, I missed the own coil one, but everybody said that was tremendous. Own coil was good as well. You know so I mean? Frank McAvenny was all right. Um, I loved Andy Gorham's story about drinking 
drinking uh, Brian Laidrup from a house and home. Aye, and Van Six. Morrison, the Van Morrison Gaza story was fantastic as well. <laughs> Andy Gray just been in Dubai, or was it Dubai he was in? Aye, and Chick, was Chick Young no abroad and all, or was Aye. he? Aye, he was great Something all. along the lines, aye. Uh, we'll have had a few right good episodes. Here's here's to a hundred more, and listen, you can hear all those shows back in the archive now. They're on Spotify, they're on Apple. You can get them whenever you get your podcast. Loads to catch up on if you've missed the it's... early days of football daft. I need to tell you a story, right? I mean, last night I was watching a nature documentary. It was about uh, the ocean, right? And do you know that a blue whale can open its anus three and a half feet? <laughs> wow! It's the second biggest arsehole on earth after Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hey, there we go. We'll start it. There's 101. Uh, well, let's get in it. Let's do what we do. Let's talk about Scottish football. Um, this is the worst bit about football. I hate this bit. <laughs> I hate talking about football, man. I can't fucking imagine talking about football on a football podcast. It's a fucking nightmare. Well, let me, hold on. Wait till you see here. The first bit of news. So what's been happening to football? Ross County's League Cup opener against Forfar Athletic is unlikely to go ahead after the club suspended football operations due to COVID-19. I suppose that is news. Aye, that's crazy. Aye, I mean, uh, I did, that's... that's It's going to happen an awful lot the next season as well, isn't it? Because you know what it's like, even at the moment, with schools, with workplaces, all that Well, do you know what, John? It's going to be... After this, the after the, is it the 9th of August that we're, there's no restrictions anymore? Freedom Day. What is it? Is that our Freedom Day? Aye, that's aye. our Freedom Day. Aye. So after that, do you know what? See if you get it, go and fucking isolate yourself. Nobody else needs to unless you test positive. So that's, no, that's the truth. Aye. That's the truth, Credo. You don't need to isolate unless you test positive after the 9th of August. So that's the plan at the moment. You know what? Bring it on, man. Bring Did it you know what? There's still, bring it on, I know, but it's stuck. I'm leaving getting an I'm not getting an it, but it's still, you, I just can't believe the amount of folk that are getting it now, but that's another story for another day. How excited are you about getting into the stadium for that first game, though? I can't wait. I'm just. Well, we've booked. I know what my, my first game could be the Norwich game, Norwich and Man City. We've oh, booked brilliant. tickets to go and see Wee Billy in the middle of August, so hopefully. Hopefully, I, I can't. What's 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 the script with the Scottish fight? But then will we be? At, at I think the... it'll be limited. Jason Leach has said that they're hoping to get back to. They're hoping all come August they can get back to people in stadiums. I know, for example, at Falkirk, you know, you buy your you, there's two. Uh, 2,000 season ticket holders at this point are going to be let into the stadium. Um, I don't think it'll be a pay at the gate, but I know 2,000 season, this is 2,000. I know, it, must, I, it must be pretty easy to socially distance in uh, Newbrook, Fulham. Aye, it is pretty easy to social distance and folk at this point. Have you one fan at his common flesh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, aye, it'll, be, it'll just be great to be back in the stadium. I mean, I was lucky enough to get a ticket for the Scotland-Croatia match. And do you know what? There's nothing better than a game of fucking life football, isn't my there? Mate, my mate was at the Spain and Italy game last night. Was he? I took his two boys. I mean, what a game to get. What a game. What a game that was. What about anyway? What about the old Rangers? They've made a signing this week, haven't they? Lundstrom, heard he's good. Lundstrom for Sheffield United, free transfer. Rangers' favourite. He's, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Free transfer. I'll be honest with you, I thought he was Swedish just purely because of the name. Aye. And he's no, he's a scouser. He's so. a mega scouser. He's got experience in the Premier League. Looking forward to it. Does he, does he, Greg, I was going to ask you, I, I think I asked it on uh, the WhatsApp group, is do you think that means it's Kamara's on his way out or do you think it means Stephen Davis will take more of a back seat next season? No idea. I don't know about Davis taking a back seat and I don't know about uh, Kamara leaving either. I think it's just a matter of stocking up, just strengthening the squad. I think, I think Ryan Jack's injury could be worse than the envisaged. Well, there's a lot, of folk on, a lot of folks saying on the internet that actually that he reminds 
they, they remind each other, Ryan Jack and, and Lindstrom. So, see how it goes. Right. A couple of rumours. Obviously, we've had the Chris Toll rumour. We need to bring that back, actually, Chris, because this is the this is rumour time. I want to give you a couple of football rumours, and you can give me a sound to think whether it will happen or no. So we've got... Celtic- yeah, so spunk up straight back. Right, 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 yeah, okay, aye, more like, more like that. Shake bag if it, you don't think it will happen. Spunk if yeah. you think it will happen, right? Right, okay. Okay, uh, Swedish cap, Carl Starfeld to Celtic to replace Christopher Ayer. Great <laughs> um, <laughs> to what you seen yet? <laughs> right, that's no happening then. Uh, Rangers are looking at um, a guy called Abu Haru. As uh, from Sparta Rotterdam, uh, could leave at the cut price of two million, um, and apparently Rangers are after him. Grado, Haru, Haru, Harau, Harai. Listen, what's it? Haru, Haru, Haru. You're a belly boy. That's what they'll be singing, and if they don't, then they'll fucking miss my trick. Well, well, there you go. You've you've set it up now, right? So is that is that spunk or shite bag, Grado? No, nah, no happening. It's Chris. <laughs> no, hold on. Was that no spunk? What's hey, the difference? My fu- my fu- spunk is... Aye, ah, and I done... Aye, so that's shite bag. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? You went... You said... All right, I done it. All right, okay, that's that's great. Those spunks in then. All right, then. Fucking Stephanie's a lucky way to do I'm sub. Right, and finally, let's go for this I'm one. Sub. There's not many other rumours going about here, but uh, Celtic, Aaron Hickey, moving from Borneo, and Borneo want eight million. No chance. That's shite bag from Chris. Just that's to... paper talk, that one, is it, no? Right, Chris, so you're giving it a shite bag as well, Grady. Let's... If... I've... I've heard your spunk sound. Let's hear your shite sound. <laughs> That's better, aye. That's, that works. That's definitely a shite sound. Um, <laughs> boys, I've got to ask you as well, right? We were recording, at the time we are recording, it's a Tuesday night, we are recording a bit earlier, sorry, Wednesday night, uh, we are recording a bit earlier this week. Survey out today says one third of Scots are supporting England to win the Euros. Now, there's three of us on this podcast <laughs> tonight. Let's try and guess which Wait, one supporting England. <laughs> is it? No. Christopher Toll. Is it B, John, or is it C, Grado? Right, come on. Sir Grado of the Shire. (laughs) For the guy that, come on, that done that heartfelt speech walking through Glasgow with his 90 GD Sports, Scotland Euro 96, rip off jersey. Check out Go Radio's Twitter. Come on, come on. No, right, all all my pals in my group chat always ban me up about it, right? I don't support England. I support Scotland. That's ludicrous. However... I think folk go over the score when they're talking about the English commentary team and the likes of Toll having a go at Real Ferdinand and stuff like that. It's only natural. I think it just comes across dead bitter. Oh, wait a minute. I think it comes across What he said last night was a mile out. Yeah. Who would you rather have Italy or Spain? It doesn't matter. England beat either of the two teams. My fucking ass. But come on, it's a work, he's a gimmick, come on, he's he's, he's just, he's Piers Morgan. <laughs> well, that's Morgan. the whole point then, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's the whole point, to get folk worked up, so... And people were getting mega worked up, I think, I think it's just... fucking stupid chin, I mean, I seen, I mean, I seen, um, there was folk, there was something in the paper the day about Tesco. Tesco apologised to their Scottish customers because they blasted Vindaloo through the speakers, or coming home, whatever it was. And let the fucking spokespersons talking about, you know, the, the nothing each game, and I'm going, fucking get over it. Get over that. Folk just want to be offended. It's a bit like, have you been watching Love Island? 
No, I haven't oh, watched. Come I heard, on! I heard Hugo was greeting though because uh, two. Peter Hugo. Was that girl you get? He was greeting because two lassies. Uh, he said, "I don't like fake lassies," and the lassie had to let go, and he started crying. Oh, told. Wait a minute! He started crying. Yes, because mm. yes, because the lassies were bullying him. The lassies, he basically said that he put them in a week. Hey, hold on a minute. Did they not do mental health checks before they go into this show? The, yeah, yeah, we think so. And they've got somebody on the show that's greeting when a lassie has a go at them. No, but see the lassies. Get it! <laughs> get it! Get it! <laughs> <laughs> the lassies had basically heard that he'd said, and I know fuck, I've got to be raging here, and I'm talking about Love Island doing this, but I bet there's, there'll be a fair few listeners. May I spoke for half an hour about Big Brother last week, but no, that's true. Uh, he, so he said that he didn't like fake lassies and the lassies took it, you know, that kind of pure offended, like you don't understand, I was 13 to 18 and I was underdeveloped you don't know what I went through and all this and what it meant for me for my parents when I was 18 to buy me uh, breast surgery and stuff like that see the guy that they were saying it to he's got a club foot <laughs> he, look I'm sure that's exactly what it is, but he's got a, a legit disability, and they tried to make that guy feel, you know, you shouldn't have said okay. that, you know, you don't know how it affects people. For a guy that's got a real actual, no, I don't know, maybe this is too controversial and stuff like this. But, no, you're um, right, you're absolutely right. It's, I, but, is, I don't know if the right term is club foot, I'm thinking it's like going to bother. No, it's the right term, it's the right term. Did they touch on the fact that he had a club foot? What's that? Did they touch on <laughs> did the they fact touch that he <laughs> Did they, did they slag him for it or that? No, no, no. They, I don't think. What's he, he, he fucking he, greeting for then, the big. Oh, we your chance. Like, anyway, anyway, can you stop deflecting? Are you supporting England or no? No, I'm no. I'm no, I'm really, really no. I'm just, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm the Euros, I'm by with the Euros. That's right, well, the totally giving me stick for watching the Celtic and Sheffield Wednesday game. That called me obsessed. I don't like <laughs> watching that. The, cr- the Crankies are supporting, throwing their weight behind England, so there you go. Are they? Are they? They have, the Crankies have come out and Fucking said... Fucking bunch of jumpy dyke bastards. Away you go, Crankies. Um, right, so I'm sure we'll get into more, maybe more Crankies chat in the open line a bit later And, and by the way, Grado's free rhymes this week is fucking tremendous right we've got three we've got the new feature we launched last week i was off last week we've got the new feature fantastic grados three others are coming up later on on the open line as well as well as all the punters we're going to be speaking to a glasgow band who are making it big in the charts at the moment they're called uh, wait 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 They're not called Wet Wet Wet, no. It's called St. Phoenix. They've got a song out called Happy Place. We'll be speaking to them. We'll have more prize to give away in the player profile playoff. And as it's the 100th episode, we mentioned we've got a very special mystery guest. The most talked about person on this podcast. Out with the boys. The week that Stephen Purden's off, could it be Super Alley? That would be a belter. You can find out who that is later on. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Right, John, remember, if you've been in a road traffic accident and you're not at fault, G4 Claims can make it easy for you. They can provide you with a complete accident management support that you require. They'll recover your costs from the at-fault party. They'll sort out a like-for-like vehicle replacement. They'll also organise your vehicle to be repaired at one of their approved body shops and return to you. Should your vehicle be deemed a write-off, they will recover the pre-accident value for your car and write you a big fat check for it. And best of all, it won't cost you a penny, as again, they charge the at-fault insurance direct. G4 claims don't cold call, they don't buy data, and once they've processed your claim, your insurance is going to remain unscathed. 
and the best thing is the call on the team over there won't take on your case if they don't think that you can they can help. So if you've been in a road traffic accident or know someone that has, you on a G4 claims on 01698 767 172. That's 01698 767 172. Get them at notatfaultclaims.com or find them on social media at G4 Claims Limited. G4 Claims, not at fault claims made easy. Absolutely. And I've got to put a shout out for. Uh, Nicole and the team they've just set up a podcast studio as well so if you want to get involved if you're thinking about doing a podcast like us don't do a football one of course because that would be uh, uh, don't, do, don't do a movie one either don't do a movie one Alex Chris does a movie one as well uh, you can follow at G4 Podcast uh, and they've got a podcast studio that you can go and use as well uh, and you know John you were there visiting it the day weren't you I was it's absolutely cracking and we're going to be in it in the next couple of weeks as we get the Band back together in a studio. Face to face. Absolutely. So get involved and follow them on their Twitter and you get all the details on that. And of course, they do the best thing ever, which is make not a fault claims. Easy! Easy. Welcome to the Football Daft Open Line. It is the open line where anything goes. Will England win the Euros? Gradle thinks so. And he's supporting them. Um, I'm no supporting he's better he's better put a, a put an ob in that right now. Oh. Credo, I've never said it once, mate. Credo is not supporting England. I'd just like to say Just any, anybody apart from Italy or Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is you know this is two days old. No, remember. They might not even still be in it. That's a good point. Hopefully. <laughs> the best bit of transfer business in Scotland so far. Um, and can we rename? Is it is it wrong to rename Big Ange as Alf? Because I saw that mic'd up thing he did, Chris, and uh, I just kept thinking Alf Stewart from Home and Away. By the way, I heard that was his role model. I heard that's where he gets his badges off. He's back to the As usual, we've got our panel. We're missing one panel member, but we have with us, of course, Graham Gleedy and Chris Delhan. And let's go to our first caller on the show tonight. It's uh, actually a guy we've got on this week. It's from a band called Saint Phoenix, who are ripping it up in the charts at the moment. They're a Glasgow band. Um, you might have heard them get played at the Partick Thistle game. we got a shout out at Rangers TV. Big Rangers oh, yeah. supporters. It's Stevie Duke from the band St. Phoenix. Who's your conjoined twin on your shoulder there? That's, that's my conjoined twin. That's my brother, Alan. What's happening, Alan? How you doing, mate? Uh, no bad. This band any good, mate? Is he in it? It's like Robson and Jerome, come on. Right. I, I think I shoot your horn when you're dating a bee, uh, during the... Um, Belladrum. Belladrum. Who did? Call me, because who? I've never been to Belladrum. Me? Huh? No, because you were a Belladrum, Adam. I've never been to Belladrum. Right, hold on. What did I do? I never watched. What did I do? You're doing a push. What's happening? Do you know if you're not going to shoot my I don't know who's the worst one out of you or him. Him for doing it or you for letting him. I know, you let the guy finish. I didn't wash my hands after either. Still no wash this one. He's got one of the wee glass bubbles in it. It's like that. Uh, it's like that. Joachim Low for the German manager. Oh, mate. Don't even go there, man. 
Is that kind of day that sometimes yeah, I know I... Credo, you're murder for it, man. Mate, yeah, I, no, I'm not murder for it. Day, day, That's day. so. What day I do? You scratch and sniff all the time. No, I don't. You do so. You scratch and sniff all the time. You know what? Nobody's bad for doing pushes and shaking hands. He's terrible for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I just, I can understand that, Jeremy. I, I get it, because... Everybody likes fucking dipping their head under the covers and smelling their own farts now, didn't they? Do you know what? I'm going to ask you something, lads. Do you, do you think Jockey Lobb does it for a wind-up now? Well, gee, I think he's maybe at the stage now where everybody knows him a deviant, so I need to play up to it. Do you know what I mean? Double down. Double down. He's got to keep up that reputation of being a deviant, so... But some of the stuff he's been caught with is absolutely disgraceful. Boys, armpits, nose, a lot, man, arse, everything. Sniffing licky did the other day. Aye, sniffing licked, so he did. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that one off. Aye. Don't fucking think with the sniffing lick. No, it's the... Uh, Listen, I've, I've done that with a few birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, move, we'll swiftly move on. You're ripping it up in the iTunes charts this week. Uh, yeah. Happy place. Where's it? It's just kind of exploded out of nowhere. What's been happening? Oh, we're, we're talking, I've been talking about sniffing and like now I need to talk about my, my dad dying. Fucking hell, man. What a, what a <laughs> change that is. Hey, hold on a minute. Where did that come from? Has your dad just passed away? That's, from yeah. the, that's the stories about. So get the get the tissues out. I guess I'll. Um, when you go, man, I like I'll this stuff. Story, so. By the way, Grado will laugh. I'm just going to tell you now. Grado will laugh. That's all right, don't worry about that. But um, I see that. I'm Grado's the type of guy that laughs at a funeral, aren't he? Aye. No, if you come up and tell me, you know, if how you get known and all that, and somebody turns around and says, oh, I'm struggling, my papa's died. I, I mean, that just makes me laugh. It's, it's just <laughs> nervousness. It's no... I don't actually find it funny. There's just nothing worse. No, I don't, like, don't worry about it. Somebody's died, I fucking just want to burst out laughing. It's just a nervous thing. But see, to be fair, that was my that was my old man. He's kind of he's he's built in the same mould where um, you laugh when you should they laugh type behind man. I think it's a West of Scotland thing, but it's assemblies. It's, remember the assembly at the school, man. If there was just something dead funny about stuff going silent or somebody letting off, you know what I mean. Did you ever play a game of job? It's a of Scotland thing. A game of joby. You ever play a game of job where you're in an exam hall or an assembly? And used to start off shouting Jobby dead low, and then it's who can shout Jobby the loudest. I do remember that game. Was that, that, game. was that no Dick and Dom? Aye, Dick and Dom. They, they, they played it safe with bogeys, but Jobby. Jobby was the way. But, uh, right, so, um, basically, 2017, uh, my old man was passed, it was sort of diagnosed with a, a terminal lung condition called pulmonary fibrosis, and he um, basically. The, the situation got where his lungs would um, get worse and worse and worse and worse when he couldn't breathe and then he would obviously pass away. So um, we just he just accepted the news and just got on with it and didn't really make a fuss about it. And the first winter that it came to, um, he started he got a bad chest infection and he was you could just tell he was struggling with his lungs. And we said to him, listen, why don't you just go like to Spain or he used to go to India on holiday or just go somewhere hot so that you're not getting the cold weather and it's not going to hurt your lungs and he's like no and I said just go and live when you just go and bolt away and he says no I said I, I promise your mum uh, I've always wanted to build a house that was the 
that's been my, my dream to, to I want to build the house so when when I pass away this house is here for your mum and the kids and the grandkids when I go so um, he bought a bit of land it's a wee hill up at Lanark called Tinto so he bought a bit of land up there and um, he built this house this was a, about three years ago he, he managed to build it and um, we when 2020 hit the lockdown we were away touring with Capaldi and, and Youngblood all of America it was amazing and then wow. 2020 hit it was like obviously the world shut down and obviously all the recording studios are shut down so we had nowhere to go and um, my dad's like, listen I've got my, the, the top room my garage is just a room if you want to build a, build a studio and lo and behold this is where we are now he's, he let us build a studio in his garage so for tw- oh, 2020 we were in this studio every day writing songs and after every every time uh, we wrote a song we'd get into the house and we would show him the song that we had written that day. So he was dead biased and he just loved, he loved the music and he used to say, man, that's a, that's a fucking number one, that song, man, that's oh, going to go to the top of the charts and, and all the rest <laughs> of it. And um, he used to sit on his couch, he's got a big window and it looks out to these hills. So as 2020 progressed uh, or, or went on, he was obviously shielding, but his, um, his health de- uh, started to de- decline. So his lungs got worse. And one about November, I went in to show him a song, and I just I didn't he didn't hear me coming in. He was just sitting uh, on his couch looking out to the hills, and he just looked dead peaceful and happy. And I know he would he'd been through a tough time that week because he had like a lung function test, and it didn't get good news. And he knew that he, he was getting worse, but he just looked at peace. And I come back into the studio, and I said, "I've just seen my daddy, and I just he's dead. He's just seems dead at peace." So I picked up a guitar and I, I wrote these these. Um, these words I says over the hills and far away, looking out for a better day. When it seems like there's no escape, take me to my happy place. So that was where he was at. It was at his happy place, and this is then it got me thinking. This is what he's created. This is his wee sanctuary for for um, for being here uh, during the last years of his life. So I come in and I wrote that chorus, and um, I showed Alan. Is that's brilliant. Um, so I drove home at night and I was listening. I just kept crying, just kept crying my eyes out because I think we knew deep down that my dad was dying. And um, so after that, I never finished, couldn't finish the verses or anything because it was just too raw and too real. Anyway, fast forward to December, he was t- he get he get sick and he get taken into um, hospital on Christmas Day, and um, we're facetiming him, and he's like, "How's how's the music?" He said, "Don't worry about me. How's the music?" I said, Dad, I've not been doing music, to be fair, because we're, we're worried sick about you. He said, you've got to finish it. You've got to finish all your music, all your, all your songs. So he didn't know he'd been working on this song. So over New Year, I, I, we wrote all these lyrics um, about turning back time and I wish I could still be there and all the rest of it. And um, just about the journey of, of, of him with this uh, illness. And um, managed to finish it. And the night we finished it, I drove home after the studio Got home. As soon as I got home, I got a phone call to say, "Listen, your dad's going to pass away. You need to come up and see him before um, to see our last goodbyes." So we all went up to the hospital um, to see our last goodbyes, and luckily enough, we we got to play him the song on his deathbed, um, and we're just so grateful that he got to hear the the song, and he, he passed away, and you know he was our hero. He was our, our just everyone to be mm-hmm. fair and the next day 
hit on the story to my managers. Obviously, text my manager to say, "Listen, my dad's passed away now," and um, he phoned me. I was telling him the story, and I said, "Listen, we've wrote, we've wrote this song." Um, I didn't tell you we'd wrote this song, but it was all about my dad dying, and um, and we got to play it to him. And next thing we know, man, Atlantic Records in America come in and say, "Well, why offer you a record deal? We love this song." No way, and man. I just, just. No, that, that's, that's, that's your, that's, that's your, that's your dad's final gift to you, man. Oh, that, that's incredible. Man. That's what an incredible been... story that is. There's yeah. something in that man, the wheel. That, you know, you hear about the wheel turning and all this. There's something in that. That's fucking beautiful, so, isn't it? I, I'm, I'm nearly fucking greeting here, by the way. That's a great story, man. I mean, obviously it's sad, but that it just. Oh, do you know what? That, do you know what that is? And uh, sorry for interrupting, Stevie. That's a movie. I mean, it's funny, do you know what, I'm sitting there where he's talking, I'm going, I hope they've got this uh, own film, like documentary, because I'm thinking, what a documentary that would have been. That's, well, a, that's a movie, lads, there's a movie in that. Well, we're, this song is basically, we're trying to spread this message um, to everybody through this song, and not just like, in terms of people who have, as you said, you've, you've lost parents, if, if you've lost um, a mum or a dad or somebody you love, this song is for you if if you can you know and the whole thing is everybody needs a happy place no matter what it is it can be go to the football or with your family or go on holiday it doesn't matter Listen, going to the football is not been a happy fucking place for me recently <laughs> <laughs> I was told it was um, but, um, aye, it's subjective how your team's gone but I, I guess that's what we, we wanted to write a song about anyway we, we released it on Friday and response has been uh, we couldn't have believed it man I went right to I thought my manager said, listen, it's number 41 in the iTunes chart. He says, don't be stupid. He says, it takes time to get going and all the rest. He says, we're, we're not big enough to, to do that. And then I said, it's 41. He says, well, you better go on that. So next minute we start telling everybody it's 41. Then it gets to 30. Then it gets to 25. Then it gets to um, 17 and 11. Then it got to number seven. So we're up against like Ed Sheeran and... Um, Ed, Sheer, Ed Sheeran's always got about 42 fucking singles in the charts. He, he, he knows how to play the game. But um, no, it got off to a, a, good, a good start during the week. And um, as I said, these things, it takes time, you know, for radio to pick it up and all the rest of it. But we're off to a good start. And our mission is to to basically, um, you know, get the song as, uh, as sp- widespread as possible and get the awareness up and obviously thank you guys for having us on this podcast because this is part of the, the whole thing about spreading the word you know well, by the way I'm, I'll, I'll play you in the movie Stevie we've got, we've got the same beard I'll need to get a wig on same, same beard aye <laughs> you know better I've played which, which, which your brother's name again Alan Alan oh. like, no, you want to play Stevie then I might play fucking Steve. Well, you can play me, Gredo. I look good in a set of spandex, Gredo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good for you because yeah. I fucking don't. <laughs> Stevie, obviously the campaign's going to hit up this week. You then get played. I have to put a shout out. My, my mate's the Partick Thistle uh, Tannoy guy, and he played you on the at the at the at, at Partick Thistle there, and they obviously got a mention on Rangers TV. Tell and you your mate. Tell you and me, he is an absolute legend. I tell you, I tell you why, right? So we were doing promo all day, and I, I forgot that the Rangers game was on. I usually watch it on Rangers TV. I totally forgot. And um, so you just got to mention the Rangers TV. And I was like, what? I said, shoot, I don't think it's somebody. They're, they're playing away, so I don't understand how that happened. Anyway, I watched it back, and I, we know Emma Dodds for years ago. Emma's a good friend of ours, and she's obviously just caught 
the the song on the tannoy and she's speaking to Neil McCann and then next minute she's just been clocked it and timed it perfectly and said, oh, by the way, in the tune in the background, St. Phoenix, big Rangers fans. Oh, uh, wow, man, that's class. So, is that what she says? I was up, brilliant. So that must have been I, some buzz. We took a wee bit of a, a dent, or not a dent, but we took a wee bit of push in the old sales. Don't get in there, mate. Yeah. What I want to ask you is, what I've always wanted to ask you is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've always wanted to ask you is, when he's coming back to doing live gigs out here, when can we come and see you, man? Well, we're playing, uh, we're playing Transmit in Glasgow on the 12th of September on the Sunday right. is, that, is that you going to give us free passes so you've we can got, go backstage and that you're on uh, backstage with us definitely yeah, tidy honestly couldn't we aye it's a big dog is it no um, aye it's a big one and then there's a band uh, we're, we're touring about the UK with a band called You Me at Six um, I remember them. Aye, you mean six? They're a band. band back in the day. Aye, aye. So we're playing with them across. Uh, we're supposed to be doing like a whole European tour, but obviously that's been been postponed. But we're what, what, what time? Do, what time do they concerts start? <laughs> Five day. Um, <laughs> so um, aye, um, we're doing that, and then I think we'll just get something planned, maybe later on in the year or for the start of start of next year, and just um, put the foot down. And what's, before we get, let you go, boys, what, how are the Rangers got to do this season? 56, man. Six. Yeah, man. 56, man. That's my favourite band. I tell you what, I'll <laughs> tell you where I'm at. I don't want to start laughing at Celtic having a banner user that Ange guy. I can't even nah. pronounce his second name. I don't know. Honestly, it's like I don't. Because like it could be a total Pedro Casina situation or it could be an absolute masterstroke so you don't want to talk too early but I'm the same boat mate totally I agree think, yeah. uh, listen he's got a 100% win record <laughs> oh that's right I know I do. I don't get me wrong I was chuckling at three minutes in and Windass scores that gave me a wee bit of a giggle but I, the last time Windass scored three minutes in against Celtic he's got fucked that day remember oh, he did there's another Edwards scored didn't he mm-hmm. uh, he came off the bench and curled one into the top corner like fucking Scott Sinclair and he's pumped <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, but that was a, that was a bad day, a bad day to office for us. But no, I think with with Gerard's built, um, he's bringing new signings in. Obviously, in January to get them ready for the new season, and then he's that Lundstrom is quality. Um, I think we'll add a couple more. I'm not going to be. No, I think Celtic have got a lot to do. We've got a full squad to build, pretty much. You're absolutely right. It's going to be tough. I mean, there's no way about it. It's the same way. I think he's going to need time the same way like Gerard was lucky that COVID hit because he get extra time. Do you know what I mean? So. Over the hills and far away, looking out for a better day. When it seems like there's no escape, take me to my happy place. If I could wish upon a star, I'd wish that I could heal the scars and take away. Every ounce of pain So hold my hand if you feel scared I'll build a house where you feel safe And if you call my name then I'll be there Right 
back to the start Close my eyes and live those days again Oh, I would walk a thousand miles To hear you laugh and see you smile I wish that things would never have to change Thank you so much for coming on, boys. Really appreciate You're welcome. it. So that was Saint Phoenix. Get out, buy the single, get them up to number one. Um, good lads. Uh, let's move it to our next core on the open line. Let's speak to Sean. Sean, you're through to the panel. We're one member short. What do you want to say? Um, <clears throat> it was just to see if the likes of Ryan Jack, McLean, and Griffiths had been fit. Do you think any of them would have made a difference in the group stages? Eh, uh, no, no, I, no, I don't because I think we've got we had better players there. See, for me personally, I thought Griffiths would have been better than Dykes. Maybe I, maybe I. Um, Griffiths would have been better than London Dykes. I think we. I've said this before, but you don't go for in a Euro competition like that with like London Dykes up front. Chris, am I right? Come on. You're right, Gredo. You're right, and I. I you're right in what you say as well, Sean. I, I think. Uh, Griffiths could maybe have done a better job. However, what Griffiths turns up, is it a Griffiths that doesn't bother his arse or is it a Griffiths that puts fucking 30 goals a season in? So you never know, mate. It's it's all if splits and maybes, isn't it? Aye. Tell you what, if that man on your wall behind you was fit in a veg, <laughs> that'd have been a fucking different story. Let's move on to final call on the open line. He's been on before. It's He's been on before. Farren. He's a good Celtic supporter. So there we go. What do you want to say, John? How are we all doing? All good, John, boy. 
or a bear for or a bear for seeing your handsome face, my man. I'm delighted. Oh, cheers, Chris. Cheers. Good to see you, mate. Aye, good to see you too, man. Congrats on all my episodes, by the way. Well, thanks very much. Thank, Thank you. We're centurions. Fucking centurions, mate. Centur- that's it, mate. And you take good. Congratulations as well, mate. Oh, thanks very much, bro. Thank you very much, my man. Take care. Good stuff. Good, good stuff, take man. care as if he's lean. Take care. It's <laughs> <laughs> done already. You've already made your point yet, John. What do you want to say, pal? Um, so, so the point he made last week, also talked about players that he hate. So... Has it ever been a player that you've had a soft spot for? So you've no hated them or loved them? You just have that wee kind of soft spot from actually? I don't mind that, that's, that's a good question. Do you mean like, obviously, uh, like me liking a Celtic player? Is that what you mean? Uh, aye, we know what yours is, Grado. Uh, you know mine. Okay. <laughs> oh, one. He's getting another mention on the 100th episode. <laughs> Get two, two PL. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Big PL. Uh, Ma, do you mean like, me liking a Rangers player, aye? I could be anything like Rangers, Aberdeen, whatever. Right. You can't say the likes look Bob or Barry now since we've kind of, do you know what I mean? But Sunday for back in the day. No, but if I don't say Barry, he'll be raging when he comes up for dinner on Sunday. <laughs> that, that's very true. That's Coist is an old Chris. I, I did have a, I'd quite like Tommy McCoyst. I also, I also liked Mark Walters. And who else did I like? Eh... Uh, As much as he was a fucking absolute bastard and he was a thorn in our side all the time, I always, mm. always really liked Andy Gorham as a goalie. Not as a, do you know what I mean? Not as a fucking adult. as a person. Mate, do you know what the weird thing is, right? See, then, right, you know, this, might, this is my money pass off quite a lot of Rangers fans over, but I quite like this Andrew guy, man. <laughs> I just, I just remind, he just, he reminds me of like. Oh, he looks like he looks like somebody that you'd see fucking coaching a Wayne's team. Aye. Well, do you know he reminds me? He reminds me of like having like a pure scary woman head teacher for all your days at the school, and then they go, we've got a new head teacher coming after the summer, and he kind of pops up and he becomes instantly the best teacher ever. Do you know what I kind of, kind of cool, kind of? I don't know. There's something about him. It's maybe because he's got a bit of weight on him. See that story you just said there? That's the exact thing that happened to me at high school, right? With this bastard, their head teacher, right? And he left and they brought in this new one, right? right. And everybody was like, this guy's amazing, he's brilliant, right? So I seen my mate coming up the stairs and I hid behind the door, right? And I was going to give him a fright, but the headmaster came in before him. Right, and I jumped out and I went, ah! And I scared, I scared the living shit out of this guy, right? And see, ever since then, he hated me. He hated me, he loved everybody else and he was brilliant with everybody else. But he fucking hated me. So that's it for this week's Open Line. If you want to be on next week, keep an eye out on our Twitter, on our Facebook, on our Instagram for the link and we'll get yourselves on. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. Lads, I've got a question for you. Fire away, John boy. Right, I've just had my latest stitch fix through and I've got some of the items here and I know we've got a football daft night out really soon so I just want you to see which ones I should keep and which ones I should send back to stitch fix. You ready? Oh, fancy. Right, here we go. So this is the first item. It is, we've got a nice Anton Reg 
Bit Oxford shirt. That's a uh, from Stitch Fix. What do we think about that? I'm a big fan of the tartan shirt. That is so you, John. Right, that is really so is. you. I can see. I can see you donning that on the on the works night. Mm -hmm. Right, keep her that one. Uh, right here now we have got. Uh, this is their own designer range. It's a frame. It's a slim fit short sleeve blue Oxford shirt. Oh wow. Well, yeah. fancy, it, too. Nah, I'm, I'm sending that one back, Gredo. Oh, no. We'll put that in the Mibby's pile then. I'd keep that for a wagon or something like that, John. Right, okay. Uh, and then finally, we've got here our slim fit mini leaf print shirt. It's number one, I'll go. Uh, that's a guy. Oh. That, that that's, that's a guy. That's a guy. Keep it up. All that stuff. So I'm a massive fan of Stitch Fix. I, I rave about it all the time to you boys. So that's me just had my box through. So, Basically, Stitch Fix, great, sort out your wardrobe. And it's come up to the summer, so you need a new wardrobe, don't you? Yeah, um, no. So, Only that. None of my fit me, so it would be good to kind of get geared up, you know? Well, that's ideal for you, Grado. Uh, so if you ever fancy trying something new, you know, something you might not even pick out for yourself, you know, these guys have got basically... Um, personal shoppers that are going to shop for you and that's why so many people are loving Stitch Fix including me and my wife as well she's the one that got me into it it's going to it's a, basically it's a personalised styling company that makes getting clothes you love absolutely effortless uh, to get started it's dead easy head to stitchfix.co.uk slash daft set up your profile um, you basically it's great fun as well set up your profile what styles you like what you don't like do you want designer clothes do you want this clothes you basically then choose your budget you choose how often you want to get clothes sent to you and then you know you pay a 10 pound sterling fee but the good thing is you pay a 10 pound sterling fee and that gets credited towards anything you keep so it's, it's practically free isn't it really when that sounds it. fun doesn't it chris it does sound i've used it before gradle to be honest right. with you mate i and it's it is a great service it really is a great service so you know i would be lying if i if i just Told the company line here and said, Ah, oh, yeah, it does sound good, great though. I have mm. actually used it before, man, so it's, uh, it's definitely good. I, the thing is, you've used it, and Chris, you, you can choose it because there's no subscription required, so you can choose to when, when you want to use it. And the shipping, returns, exchanges, it's all easy and it's all free because they send you all the labels. Mm -hmm. So it does all the hard work for you, Stitch Fix. And it's basically, you know, making style effortless for guys like myself, you know, um, and women as well, of course. Um, women, like, you, women like yourself. <laughs> I tell you what, at Football Daft, we've got a cracking offer for you. Um, if you go to stitchfix.co.uk slash daft, we're going to give you 20% off when you keep everything from your fix. So you'll get 20% off. If you keep all the codes from the fix, you're going to get 20% off that. So it's a great deal. So get involved right now and head to stitchfix.co.uk forward slash daft. 20% off if you keep everything from your fix. Football Daft's big question. So um, this week on the big question, uh, a photo emerged. I don't know if you saw this, boys. Of Ibrahimovic had put it on his Instagram. A picture of him and the fat Ronaldo, not the new Ronaldo, but the fat Ronaldo um, on his Instagram. Uh, and he put on the caption, "Just imagine." You imagine Zlatan and Ronaldo up front with each other. Oof. For fuck's sake! Devastating. I, I would be. I would be up there. That would be up there. I've got my thoughts on this. When you message this, Johnny, he says, who would be your top two of all time striking partners? For me, and I'm surprised, I've had a wee scout through the answers here, and I don't think anybody has mentioned them. But it would be Brazilian Ronaldo and Marco Van Basten. Mm. Nobody's mentioned Marco Van Basten in the answers here. That's very true, very true. 
that's a decent combo. So we're asking you what, what you say, Chris said, what's your dream front two? Any player from any era, put two of them up front together. Grado, what have you got? I've Can't got McCoy and Hately. Right, well, no, they McCoy and Hately, but what McCoy and Kenny Miller? <laughs> of any... Rod Wallace and Chris Boyd? Of any striker of any era, you're picking Kenny fucking Miller or Ross Wallace? Rod Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Rod Wallace, sorry. I don't say All right, then, Teddy Sheringham and... Teddy Sheringham and... Pierre Van Huygen. <laughs> <laughs> Your favourite player? Well, I had Sheringham in the back of my tap. In Manchester. Sheringham and Van Hoydonk. Sheringham and Van Hoydonk. That's a good one. What, what if, a, a if we're going to go for... Run, run about that sort of area, you've got Andy Cole and Alan Shearer. Wow, man. You know what I mean? That's Imagine they two together. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. boy. I just missed each other in Newcastle as well. Right, so did. I would also love to have seen, obviously, I'm going to say this, but as a boy, obviously being a, the buffs, Ali and Polini would have been something else, just to see that, because they were out-and-out goal scorers. Or we noggin, Norman Montgomery. Norman Montgomery and Alan what a combo, what a combo. Um, let's go to the listeners then and see what, they, what they're saying to um, Chris, you want to start us off? Aye, so we've got John who's come in and he said Brazilian Ronaldo and Fernando Torres. Torres at the top of his game was unplayable when you think mm. about it. Oh, they worked well each other as well. Did he Did he, um, Did he? he lose it as soon as he, got, he went to Chelsea? I think that Chelsea played a different system and he didn't really fit into it very well. Yeah. The, the, is, system, the system at Liverpool and Atletico Madrid, sorry, Atletico Madrid were. Are, are, is Chelsea the place that strikers go to die? Well, it happened to him, it happened to Crespo, it happened to Shevchenko, okay. it happened to Mutu. It's, when you look at it, there's been a hell of a lot of players that have went to Chelsea and their careers kind of stalled after it. I said that after that. Alex says Derek Johnson and my Instagram friend Derek Perlane, who's also a big Twitter's Down fan. Big DJ, friend of the show. Big friend of the show. Um, That's which would, would have been great. I thought they would. I thought they would have played together. No, it's as if they would have. And I'm ashamed to say I'm not familiar with Derek Parlane as a as a player. To be honest with you, um, Craig says going back to the champ manager days of the nineties, I'd say Marcelo Salas and Rodrigo Barrera, both absolute balls. That's a hundred goals a season, in football manager terms. John, you want to touch Oh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll do that. You're scared, we're going to do that. Simon says, Batistuta and Del Piero. Oft, um, oft, imagine I, that. I, I think for my front two, I'd put Batistuta, but I'd put Henri up front with Batistuta, I think. Henri, everybody, Henri. Yeah. Mm, I, it, was, it was amazing, but I think uh, Batistuta and Van Basten, or Batistuta and Ronaldo, I, I just fucking, I love Van Basten, but... Um, we've got John says Lewandowski and Messi, current couple of current players there. I, I, it's hard to disagree with that one. Jimmy says Pele and Maradona. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, that's the obvious one, isn't it? That's the obvious one. They, they, I mean, that without a doubt, that probably the best, best front two ever. Uh, Aidan's obviously a Breakin supporter. He says Sir Christopher Templeman and Martin Boyle. Wow, what a lineup. <laughs> that's great. Roberto, isn't it? Roberto says Brazilian Ronaldo and Gabriel Batistuta. Actually, I just said that, didn't I? Holy shit, man. That's good goals written all over it. Ian says Chris Boyd and Alan McCoy. Would that work? No, it would not work. They'd both be standing in the same spot the whole time. I don't know if that would work. That's why I said Kenny Miller and and McCoy. 
Aye, want to work, want to just you know stand I mean? in the box. Aye, aye. Uh, Ma- Matthew, hey, hold on, here's one for you, Prusho and McCoy's fucking hell, Prusho. That'd be good, that'd be a decent, there you go. But of all time, Grado, come on, you've got to get out with here's, the... Here's, here's one for you. What about Chris Sutton and Ali McCoyst? There you go. Yeah, that would work very well. What about Larson and McCoyst? <laughs> what about McCoyst and... What about McCoyst and McCauley? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matthew is... Uh, Ronaldo seems to be really popular in this one. The Brazilian Ronaldo, he's going for Ronaldo and Messi. And Chris says Ronaldo and Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, Stuart, Stuart's going, Stuart knows the score. He says Dado Puzzle and Jerry Pellini. That would have worked, but they're both quite tall. Yeah. Uh, Martin's gone for Omar Sadiq and Sibo, the dream two. <laughs> Could you? I would I actually think I'd pay money to see a game with it up front. That's <laughs> hey, fucking don't, total don't entertainment. Knock, don't knock it, Big Sadiq's on his way to City for 30 million apart. You see, man, I think that I think they got a week I could have that reporting with, with, with Sadiq. I'm no joking. Let's fucking blow my mind to still do that. Jason says Brazilian Ronaldo and Batistuta would tear any defence apart. Well, I went read this one. Hayden says Stephen Doby and Derek Lyle. Obviously, Queen of the South supporter. But do you know what? That's what Ali should have done. But when fucking he took out at Rangers, that's the kind of that's the kind of the, the, the straight partnership he should have went for. Aye, you're right. Derek, Derek Lyle, friend of the show. You know what I mean? And Stephen Doby as well. There you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we missed one out. Kevin said Brazilian Ronaldo and Henrik Larson. Chris said. Chris Toe and Stephen Purden. Oh, imagine the amount of headers we would get. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> John Monroe says Duncan Ferguson and Eric Cantona. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. The defenders would have no teeth and not just because of Dundee. <laughs> Where's Eric Cantona for Dundee? <laughs> Can't man, that's a well-known Dundonian name. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for this week's big question. We'll have another one next week. Football daft. With G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. It is the player profile playoff with piesports.com. Pie Sports, if you've not heard them, they bring the taste of Scottish football right to your doorstep. Hundreds of pies on offer on their website, piesports.com. They deliver. Do you know what Scottish football fans eat over a million pies a year? Did you know that? And you know that Grado is responsible for half of them? <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, you know, we've been missing the pies at the Fitbot, and they're going to bring the pies right to your door. They've been doing it across the summer. They'll be doing it next season as well. You can choose from many selections on their website. My personal favourite, the dugout, I've talked about it before. Four scotch pies, four chilli pies, and two cheesy beans straight to your doorstep. Um, so check out their range at piesports.com, or you can give them a call, 0141 739 Check out the website as well. They'd offer to areas free of charge uh, and they'll get them to you for the weekend's football for the big Euro final. And that was, leads into today's player profile playoff because we are going to feature players that have scored in the Euro final. And on to play the game, it's Ross Monroe. How you doing, Ross? Yeah, I'm fine, man. How, How are you doing? doing, Ross? You're a big Rangers man, aren't you, Ross? Yeah, I'm in. You, I saw you in pictures we were just talking about before you were on Jordan Young's Twitter not that long ago, I remember that. Yeah, I was, yeah. You're a big, big Rangers man, aren't you? Get in there, pal. Let's hope you can... I hope I'm not playing you because I don't want to beat you. <laughs> right, so the game's dead easy, Ross, right? So what's going to happen is I am going to read out a player, okay? And each of these players has scored in the European final, okay? Um, yeah. Once you know the answer to the... Once you know who the player is, you've got to buzz in, Okay. 
um, and you've got, you're going to be playing up against either Chris or Grado, okay? So first of all and foremost, you need to give me, what is your buzzer going to be, Ross? Not sure. Well, but... I've, got a, I've got a wheelchair I've got the wheelchair horn. You've got a hairdryer, what? A wheelchair your wheelchair, your wheelchair horn. That is fantastic. Get Rod ready to honk the wheelchair horn. Brilliant, brilliant. Answer. That is brilliant. Wait, wait a minute, you need to press it now so we can hear what it sounds like. Alright, let's see if we can hear it. That's great. <laughs> brilliant, mate. Brilliant. I love it. There, Ross. Fantastic. Chris, what's your buzzer? Oh, no, sorry, we need to find out who's going to play first. Here we go. Aye. Put the coin, heads or tails? Tails. Heads. Head, you corn heads. Aye. Heads it is, you're playing Chris Toll. Oh, there we go, there we go. Right, okay, the what's your buzzer? first ever legitimate buzzer. <laughs> what's your buzzer going to be? <laughs> right, so this is going to be, I'm going to have to listen out for the real. Uh, right, okay. Uh, so as I mentioned, we're picking out players this week from the people that have scored in the Euro final, okay? So that's a big hint. Right, here we go then, boys. First player out. Buzz in when you know the answer. This Spanish striker was on the score sheet in the 4-0 win over Italy in 2012 after coming off the bench. <laughs> Ross Monroe. Uh, Fernando Torres. Well done. Uh, sorry, oh. I just felt that was a bit like University Challenge when I heard the ball. Like, John, John, that's exactly the way I felt. I was just like, it's <laughs> Ross Monroe using his full name. Sorry. 1-0, <laughs> right, Roscoe. It's the first of two wins here, Ross. Okay. <laughs> Next player out, here we go. This man is the only person to score for his country in a major final. At the time of the game, he was playing at Nuremberg, and this tournament, he actually scored three times. Overall for Greece, he was capped 88 times and scored 25, including his winner at Euro 2004. Come on, boys, it's the, the Greek player who scored... In- is it Cassidy or something like that? Uh, I'll go up. Dubious pronunciation, Chris, but I'm going to give it to you. It's Angelos Caristia. Okay. So 1-1. One, one. Here well, we right. go, boys. Come on, Ross. I'll hear that buzzer again. That's brilliant. <laughs> right, here we go. Just give us another test it, Ross. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> right. Here we go. This is for the decider. This man scored the golden goal for France at Euro 2000 after coming off the bench. <laughs> Oh, no. Ross. Ross Monroe. Uh, I heard your buzzer first, Ross. So <laughs> you have won the pie. Hey! <laughs> Got yourself. Got yourself. Hey, come on. Come on. Superb, Ross. Well done. Thank you for playing. And remember, if you want pies, like just like Ross, head to piesports.com. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Fellas, Toll. Yes. How is your beach bod treating you? Like a baby treats an appy, mate. Well, listen. Look no further, big man, because Manscaped is here to ensure that your post-quarantine figure is ready for the wild. <laughs> now, don't be that guy at the beach with a bear rug in your chest. And if you've gruesome quarantine man tits, the least you can do is make sure that they're hairless. I want you to join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. Toe, how about this? Tell me about it. 20% off and free worldwide shipping, shaping with the code 
daft at manscaped.com. Now, we've all, we've all been there with, with the grooming stories. I don't know how many times I've fucking taken an old shear or an old pair of clippers. I've actually dug clippers that I've used in my boys before that I got on Amazon, and it just does not work. It's full of bumps. There's, I know that you've you've done it before, too, and there's been blood involved. I've, I've nearly gave myself an accidental fucking... Would you call it a circumcision, Mary fuckers? It's scary. But listen, that's why Manscaped are here, because they're dedicated to helping you level up your full-body grooming game. Now, they've forever changed the grooming scene with this perfect package 3.0. We've had a wee look at it. We've had a play it. It's great. It comes with the essential lawnmower 3.0. It's waterproof. You can date in the shower. Shave your boys in the shower. It's cordless, so you can walk about. You can date in your kitchen. Or you can also use the body trimmer. And there's a ton of other liquid formulations to get around you on your grooming routine, right? This is the best trimmer on the market. And for those of you in need of a chest shave, well, their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to the advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped.com themselves. Now, you can adjust the length, right? You don't need to go... You can go long, short, you can stay on top of it, and there's almost no effort needed at all. You can trim an arrow pointing towards the promised land if you're bold enough. Be sure to use a crop cleanser body wash as well to keep your hair and skin just feel that little bit healthy and fresh. And what do you find inside the perfect package? You're going to find the crop preserver ball deodorant, the anti-chafing ball deodorant, the moisturiser because you know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your trunks all day. Look at this right now, Toe. I'm a big, big fan of this product here. That's the preserver there, that's the ball deodorant. And that's the ball toner. You get that on every what? morning. You don't need to stink of vinegar anymore, lads. Get the old <laughs> ball deodorant on. That's it. Right, I'm just going to put a wee bit in my, my index finger there. I don't get a wee shake. I'm just... There we go. I don't... Need to add that first grade up. Right, hold on. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. Take that off. Uh, and there we just... You just gently put it on your index. See like that, lad? Get it in a boot. In a boot. Just, there we go. Just wee, wee, wee rotations like that in your buzz. See like that? There you go. Nice and slow. And there we go. And it just smells so fresh. And you're going to... It, does, it boys, does smell fresh. Your fresh. friends, anybody that you know that's doing about that area, then they're going to be really surprised because it's just a cracking wee, a wee sensation. It's a cracking it's a cracking smell. It's a testy toner. And it's designed to give you a pep in your step. Now, you need to subscribe to the perfect package and you've got a new blade to refill your lawnmower. So you can, you, you, every three months, you'll get a new one delivered to the door. And see, for a limited time, you get two free gifts. You're going to get your travel bag. Now, that's worth almost $40, right? And you're getting the patented high-performance reduced chafing manscape boxers. I cannot, I cannot speak highly enough of them. Exactly. I'm no kidding on. They are These... the best pair of boxers I've ever worn in my entire life. How cool are they? they, they you just feel the wind, don't you? It's just, you don't feel all that combat, you don't feel all I, that flustered and compacted and, do you know what I mean? It's, do you know what else? They don't stick to the ball deodorant. They don't? Which is, which is fucking, it's mental for me. It's mental for me. But, you know what I say? Keep your boys clean. <laughs> 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 well, do yourself a favour, guys. 
and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DAFT at Manscaped. This is a call to action. Get yourself onto Manscaped. You'll get 20% off and free shipping with the code DAFT at Manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code DAFT. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. And it's now time for the second edition of Gradle's Free Riddles. Riddle number one. This this is, is, come on, Gradle, you need more of a build-up than that. I've just had my intro. My oh, intro, just my intro. Okay, okay, I just thought... Right, okay, Riddle number one. Right. You may have seen me playing for a team in an area famous for producing tatties. You may have also seen me playing for a team supported by DC Stuart Fraser. Or you may have had trouble seeing me seeing me at all. Who am I? <laughs> this is a good riddle. I'm telling you, it's good, mate. This this last week, but I listened back because I was off the show last week. It was more just questions. This is a I, proper riddle. I, I didn't I didn't get the actual. I kind of re- remembered what a fucking riddle was, but this week I've kind of realised. Right. So I'm going to read it again. I'm you may have seen me playing for a team in an area famous for producing tatties. Ayrshire. You might have seen me playing for a team supported by DC Stuart Fraser. St. Johnston. you may have had trouble seeing me at all. And Oh, God. Glass. Blind. blind. Danny Blunt. Glass. Mm-mm. Oh, da- is it is it Danny Blunt? He didn't nah. play for St. Johnston, did he? No. Nah. Because that would make sense because you'd have trouble seeing, wouldn't you? Ah, oh, Jesus. Clear, clear seats. See, that's the clue, isn't it? That's stumpies, this is brilliant. You're trouble seeing me at all. Invisible and Danny Invincible. Danny Invincible. <laughs> yes. Danny Invincible. Well done. Well done. Well done, John. <laughs> <laughs> invincible and invisible. I love what you've done there, Credo. <laughs> you like that one? I like that one. Right, here we go. Here's one for you. <clears throat> the second riddle is this The pain. Of being with both Rangers and Celtic in the 80s was a window of opportunity for me. <laughs> Is that Morris Johnson? No. No, it's not. So, and listen, oh, the to, pain. listen to what I'm saying. Right, okay. The pain of being with both Rangers and Celtic in the 80s was a window of opportunity for me. Someone glass. Stephen Glass. It's no Stephen Glass. The pain of being with both Rangers and Celtic in the 80s was a window of opportunity for me. I, I know who this is. It's fucking... The pain. So it's a window thing. So what's window? Think of windows. He's done. He's obviously geared towards a window thing. He played for Stephen Presley, but that's no, that's no right. Yeah, but that wasn't in the 80s either. No, it wasn't in the 80s. Everest. What? Think of gla- glazing companies. Everest. Is our player called Everest? C.R. Smith. Oh, Walter Smith. You've got it, John. Have I? I'm playing it with C.R. Smith. C.R. Smith. <laughs> well played. Did you get it? The window pane, the pain, right? So this is what we're doing here. We're not just doing Fitbits. It's pee bits and balls, I love, right? I, love... right I, I was thinking of footballers, right? Okay. I love right, sorry, head. it could be anything, right? I love, Grado, I love where your head goes. What <laughs> <laughs> worries me more is I'm on the same fucking track as you. Right, it gives a third one, right? I have just celebrated my 20th birthday this week. 
and I was originally named after my daddy. A few years later, I had a new daddy from Denmark, but that only lasted a year until I changed my name to the same abbreviation used to describe a road accident. (laughs) (laughs) Can you read that story? RTA. I have just celebrated my 20th birthday this week, and I was originally named after my daddy. Right, I know who it is now. A few years later, I had a new daddy from Denmark, but that only lasted a year until I changed my name to the same abbreviation used to describe a road accident. Right, so abbreviation for a road accident is RTA. RTA. But it's not Billy Gilmore, is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because that's just about okay. When did they have a new daddy for Denmark? I don't know, but I don't know what game... <laughs> We've just had C.R. Smith connected to Walter Smith, so I don't know where Grades was heads going, so... No, C.R. Smith was a sponsor for both Celtic and Rangers. So it was, aye. Aye, aye. No, aye. he's... He's he's, hang me, he's, uh, he's... Riddles have been the written. RTA is close, to, but it's no... Oh, it's, it's right. just fireman talk. This isn't he fireman talk. No, RTA was ambulance. Oh, right. R- RTC. Mm-hmm. RTC. RTC. Road, road traffic. traffic collision. Um, RTC. Yeah. Robert... Mm-hmm. No, Richard, no. Daddy, what's the connection to daddy? Parent. Parent. I have just celebrated my 20th birthday this week. Right. And I was originally named after my daddy. My daddy. A few years later, I had a new daddy from Denmark, but that only lasted Heinz. a year. Heinz. No. Oh, fuck. Daddy from. Cas- it's not Casper Schmeichel. No. Named after his daddy. Right. I mean, it's no his dad. Right. Right, is it Eugene Daddy who used to play for Aberdeen? <laughs> it's going on today with us. I just kind of thought it'd be a, I can make it trickier with it. And a new daddy for RTC. 20 years. Thank you, RTC, right? Right. What, 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 what in fact is RTC? Right top corner. No. Right, just uh, get up. I, I don't know this one. Ah, that's a tough one, Grado. You're going to have right, to okay. it. It is the Rangers training centre. And you daddy for Denmark, Hummel. <laughs> <laughs> Named after original daddy was Murray, Murray Park. <laughs> the daddy I, of the training centre. By the way, that's good. That's amazing. How have you thought these up? I didn't think you had that's that amazing. in you. I just honestly just fucking just think of something random and it's brilliant. I just, just brilliant. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. Now, the time is here. The mystery guest has arrived. He's in the chair. Let's welcome to Football Daft. This is a very, very special guest. It's our 100th episode. He is the most talked about man in the show's history. And can we just state right here that right now... No, but you've wrote he's not Arbroath's captain. He is the fucking Arbroath captain. <laughs> Please welcome to the show. It is the one, the only, Ricky fucking Little. Ricky Little. About Amazing. time, by the way. About time. This is, this is a very proud moment. Then you're right. No, Arbroath's captain. So, what's, what, why, who's the captain? 
Tam O'Brien, the captain. Hey, I need, I need to Mark, get to the bottom of something here. Captain. So I think you've kind of disrespected two guys that were. And I need to get to the bottom of it, but Grado, where have you got this fee that Ricky was the captain? I honestly thought because you've been there for about fucking, you've been there for about ten years. You've, you're due a testimonial next year, you know. I know, mate. I know. But, I just uh, thought he, he's, I think he's a captain, man. I said the first time I said it on the show, I went, "Man, my mate Ricky, I think he's a captain," and then it's just. Yeah, it's great legs. I know, mate. Everybody asked me that. You still the captain there? I'm like, no, you're awkward. <laughs> 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 you're the captain. I'm like, you don't know the captain. Did you have to go that, by the way, man? Aye. I've seen on that podcast that I'm the captain. For the sponsored walk, they're all like, seen that video, that was funny. Like, oh, man, I think they're trying to pull me up here. <laughs> like, I never said that, Tom. Honestly, I never said that. So, so what's been happening anyway? What's... What's that? Watch me. <laughs> I've, got, I've got, I've got to ask because obviously, Ricky, you and Grado go way back. How did you become? How did you become pals with Grado? Uh, went to school with him. Um, first ever he's playing the school football team. To be fair, uh, is he a good goalie? I mean, honestly, to be fair, he was. Yeah, was he? It was. I. Uh, it was frightening to be fair. Played a full tournament once. Conceded one goal. Against St Anthony, I think it was a penalty. That's right. Uh, I love no, that you remember. He's, that play, play he's playing the blind schools. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was decent to be fair to him. Used to be the goalie trousers and that. Most of you guys just did oh. all the shade years. He thought he was Dimitri uh, Karim. And didn't know any, but uh, I, no, I, it was good in goals, eh? Aye, but I wore the goalie trousers. Folk that you took the piss with me, I didn't like it because I would wear the goalie trousers, the white socks. Pull my sleeves up like Andy Gorham. Let's get a winner! Let's get a winner! Aye. Well, that carry on, man. I was never, never, wore the, never wore the school tap. Used to be a mind uh, the old Rangers tap. Pure orange kind of sunset thing. Used to be that. Pure Andy Gorham tap. That's ripping right out you, Grado, by the way. That's fucking ripping right out you, I get right in about it. Yeah. Fucking right in about it. You know what happened to him, to be fair, man? Bit the BBs and... So, something happened to the teacher there that doesn't like to talk about him. Just stop playing football. What? Something happened to the teacher? I happened to him at the wrestling and all. Oh, man. But, um, well, that was it, aye. That's fair school, and then the one they pals until we were a wee bit older. Right. I say you became a bit emotional, and then we went our separate ways, and fate brought us back together. Went to Tenerife together, and we've never looked back. It's funny because I went to Tenerife and Grado always says that he went to Lovenerife, don't you? I was a mosher for a couple of years and kind of stopped all that and then obviously I had my wrestling as well. But it's when you start going on the boys' holidays and all the lads' holidays, that's when it kind of starts. And we're in the, in the group chat. It's kind of like your pals, isn't it? It's whoever's yeah. in your, your group chat. I mean, Aye. we've not seen each other in about fucking two years, but... <laughs> he's, not even, he's not even met, Ste met Stephanie. Aye, right enough. She does say, I can I tell her stuff and she'll go, are your pals gimps? Ricky's a professional footballer. You can't be a gimp if you're a professional footballer, you know what I mean? You'd be surprised, mate. Have you mate. not been to uh, many of these episodes, John? <laughs> <laughs> so, never listened to football, daft. <laughs> Ricky, I mean, you obviously, you, you, went, you 
were schoolboy international under eighteen international, weren't you? Aye, the schoolboys. Um, so everybody always says that to us, and I think, fucking, it's no. <laughs> like, somebody asked me that recently, they were like, there must have been players come through your age group. I was like, aye, but I only played with them because I was still at school. Like, all the proper top players were signed with like, teams when they were 16 and that. So aye. I stayed on, and then you get the schoolboys select and stuff like that. So um, that was made up of basically boys that were way, like part time senior teams and stuff like that. Um, I was still playing, I was playing junior fit by then, so. Went there and then obviously Partick Thistle, Queen of the South, and a few teams were interested. So, and then obviously ended up at Partick Thistle for there. Did so you play with any juniors? Winton, I draw some Winton Rovers. Right. I played with them. I, they were my boys' yeah. club, were like a feeder team. So, I was playing with them a Saturday um, and then played with the boys' club on a Sunday. Did you never get the call for the buffs? No, <laughs> funnily enough, a few weeks ago, maybe. <laughs> Um, end of yeah, last right. season, end of last season, there was a, a wee message for the buffs eye, but nah. Um, the buffs owner texted me and he went, "He's coming, he's coming." Aye, 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 well, <laughs> he went just to let you know. <laughs> I went, "Are you sure?" <laughs> something I know talking to the the guy that runs him recently, and he says that I can get him, but uh, nah, but maybe once my contracts up, I was going to see you know what kind of cash I've thrown about. Wait, I was going to say you know tempted because obviously you're. Hold oh, on a minute, he's got a testimonial coming up. <laughs> I like you know. Right, you're right. Right, oh, right. right. enough. I did it because I was going to say our both you're at the now, Ricky, and like obviously training must be a bit of a nightmare. I know what the kind of the Angus teams train central region like once a week, but the train like where you're at, you're at Dawson, aren't you? So I'm staying in Cowanin. So right, I uh, Cowanin. We tra- travel up to Perth twice a week. Train a Monday and a Wednesday. Um, and it's no normally too bad because apart from last season and, and so far this season, there's always Glasgow boys. So I can tie him with him at Cumbernauld, kind of breaks the journey up and then you're only another 45 minutes or whatever. He, he's been doing that for years, but you've literally been there, what, nine years you've been travelling up and down to Perth, man? Eight season, I know, man. Do you know so, what Gredo always says? Ricky is the most professional guy I've ever known. No, <laughs> <laughs> no he is, but I swear to God. No, to be fair, yeah, you're professional, yeah. man. It's like you'll never see Ricky out on a Friday if we're ever planning on it. Like, I think we can't, we can never do it on a Friday because of Ricky's fitter. He's always been like that, uh, always been like that. Uh, Tell us about Partick, man, because it, I love that. See, see, having your pal playing for Partick Fist, I used to rip the ass right out of it, man. Me, me and Tunsley would go up, you know, get the hospitality, the pie, and all that. It was just a buzz, but uh, but also what was good about it was he would come back with stories about Ian McCall, man. When it, Ian McCall stories were superb. You know what? That's what I was going to say. Give your best Ian McCall story. To be fair, it, it was good to me. Like he liked me as much as it was shite to you. It was good. It was just old school, like the stuff. Totally date the young boys back then. But uh, I was his boot boy, so I got him Alan Archibald and somebody else. Um, I kind of seen it as a wee bit. Of, oh, well, man, if the manager and I'm getting the captain and that, they must be must be buzzing after me. Um, so he'd go out and clean the boots and stuff like that, and he'd just swagger in. Like, we'd be back for training, he'd have been doing it the bookies or whatever. And you'd be outside cleaning the boots, and he'd just walk out, saunter on his flip flops, and he'd be like, ah, Ricky, make sure they're clean for this afternoon. Just chuck his trainers down there, be like, he'll have stood in dog shite and that. And I'm like, you think he's done this deliberately, man? <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Um, the day after we'd made our debut, it was like a, a Wednesday night, and I think it was like, on a Tuesday, and he. Uh, I remember before it, we were playing Rangers on a Saturday, and uh, before it, he was giving it to because it was all like French players that were playing. He was saying like, uh, 
MD in here fucking needs to get a chance to go and stake a claim for a position in the team for Saturday against the Rangers and that. Um, so I'm sitting thinking, fucking buzzing, man. Like, he's like, Fricky Little goes out and plays well. You'll be in my team for Saturday. I was like, right, man. I went out, played well. We won 1 0, get man of the match. I was like, fucking brilliant, man. I'll be at least like on the bench or something like that. Um, came in on Thursday with the Wednesday half, so we had him buzzing. Major debut, came in on the Thursday. We were still young boys, so I'd come in early to do the gear and that. And he's like, Ricky Graham, shouted the two up there and made their debut. We went up and he's like, here, give us his car keys. And he's like, go clean the motor for this. <coughs> motor, motor was parked outside the front of the stadium. So um, we're obviously thinking, fucking yes, here we go. First team in that now. We're out cleaning his motor, fucking <laughs> black bin bags full of stuff and all that. No, the first team are arriving. We're like, oh, used to be cunts, man. That's <laughs> it. Uh, it was like, we were just doing stuff like that. Try and keep you grounded. But it was, uh, uh, that's what I was going to say. I used to keep your feet in the ground. Aye. No, was it was, you know, always going for getting his breakfast. I know, man, rolls and slides. Aye, get his breakfast. Aye, the son was like, uh, Ricky, you just you'd shout yourself, get shouted up to his, his uh, office. Like, Ricky, our young boys, and you're like, fuck, man, go up, but you'd like, I'm going up his turn, is it? You'd walk down the block, ah, just give you change in the block, ah, eh, go down to Jack and Ellie's and get me. Uh, two, 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 two cheeseburgers with onions and tomato sauce and 20 Beckley menthol. You're not right, you're going for a change in that, man. You're like, I don't know if there's enough here. Man. <laughs> 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 uh, he says if there's not enough, he'll spare you up later on. You're like, fucking hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it was just like that. I didn't care, mate. But, but, but I, I remember, was that the game that we went to? Because I remember... Because Stevie Green played in that game, Rangers versus Partick Thistles, and all about 2007, 2008. Would have been aye. Aye, something like that. Drew, Drew Ibrooks, um, a young boy, it was on loan, I think, for Abs at the time. Damien Craig scored. He scored the equaliser at Ibrooks, and then I think the replay, Mendes and Boyd scored fucking two absolute screens. That's right. For, I think it was 2 1. That's right. Aye, uh, that was. That I just remember obviously going to a game and seeing Ricky coming out and putting the wee, what do you call the wee things down the years in training? No boys, what do you call them? Marcus. Aye, Marcus, something like that. And it was just like, Ricky! He's fucking for the government front. Fucking hell, your fucking, your face must have been red draw. Oh, I know. So, obviously you were at Partick, which obviously your debut there, you played a couple of games, but then how did you end up going to Queen's Park? I just uh, made my debut the first season. I was at Thistle towards the end. They were safe, I think they were top four or whatever. So they kind of gave us a few games towards the end of the season. Next year, came back and just at the stage, you know what I mean? The guys in front of you are never going to play every week in front of them. And I think I was too old to play with the 18s that season. So it just says days, like, did I want to go to loan? Queen's Park were like, what, like well, second division at the time. Um, the manager had been the official assistant, so he just asked me to go there. But I just went, played, I think maybe 12 games or something. Like that. I was only there for three months and then came back basically just to kind of sit on the bench again, just to make up the numbers in case of injuries. But um, to be honest, I hated it, man. I ended up, I loved it at Queen's Park, but first time I went alone, I was like right back. I was just a wee guy, but it was good experience. And then obviously back to Fissel, hardly played. and. Um, did you go and chap it? Did you go and chap in McCall's door and say, "Listen, what's my future? I'm on, I'm gonna get." A no, game. I honestly wish it. I'm, I was never that kind of boy, man. Like my father would always bet me, "Fucking chap his door." Like there's guys guys playing in front of you that only doing. Not I mean, you know that you can be doing that. And I think, I mean, bother. Like it was just a wee guy, and I, I felt like that. 
Um, and then, to be fair, when I came back, I went to see him. Um, I think he spoke to me about... I'd asked to go back on loan for the full season, and he says, no, you need to stay to make up the numbers. Let's make up the numbers. Um, and I'd say, well, we'll get, we'll get a chance then. Um, and he says, I see you playing the back three and stuff. And then, obviously, never get any game time. But after that, you kind of know, do you know what I mean? I was happy just to be there as a bit of experience, but... I said, uh, back to my fair, my fair, I was just like, ah, it was, it was on 150 quid a week. Like, my full time, like, professional contract when I was at Thistle, 150 quid, and that was me getting a first team contract. My dad was right. like, ah, fuck that, man. He was like, just go and play football. So, back in, obviously, because you used to, you know, obviously, you played at Queen's Park for how long? Four years or something. You were only getting. 15 quid a night expenses or something like that, Queen's Park. But, um, I mean, anybody you speak to that's been there, but they couldn't speak to Ireland off of the club. Like, mm. going for Thistle, obviously, Championship or First Division at the time or whatever, you were going to Queen's Park. Half the time you were at Thistle, you didn't know where you were training. You'd show up in the morning and they'd be trying to book out somewhere to train or you'd be mm. going to a public park to train and stuff like that. And you'd go to Queen's Park and all the gear would book for you, you'd have your own training facilities. I mean, it was, you wanted fit with bits, you just, they phoned down to Greaves, you went and picked them up, everything was just so professional, apart from the wages, obviously. Aye, it was, it was I guess they were still amateur at the time, weren't they? They were, aye, just up until last year. A couple of years ago, I think it was. There, they decided aye. to go um, professional, which is... Like, like what's happened, promotion first season, man. That's it, the, the, the fun to do it, but, I mean, they've always been well backed do you know what I mean there's been money there and everything's in place for them to be a, a big club um, obviously they've had investment or whatever new and they'll have a go at it and probably expect them to it'll be easier for them to attract players and stuff like that as well so um, no, I would fancy them to kind of climb up the it must have been amazing walking out at Hamden like like every every other week you're walking at the National Stadium and playing in front of 17 folk well. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean apart from you're playing in front of a couple of but I, I mean still I mean you're playing or handing you know every, every other week you know Aye, it was um, it's known till obviously I left you can I take it for granted I mean to start with it's, it's, it's something else and then let's see you start to take it for granted and for me I always felt it was a harder game at home because Teams are only playing on it every second week. Do you know what I mean? You're only playing there twice a season. Aye. They're buzzing. Once you go to, to play in Hamden, you, you can erase your game. But um, no, it was, it was a good experience. And like I say, you, you take it for granted, the, the dressing rooms and stuff like that. But like Graham's right, I say, it's, it's strange playing in front okay. of four or five hundred folk. And I uh, always say to folk, I told the boys that I broke when they're joking about the crowd, and they don't believe me. There's a wee... Uh, we tannoy at the side of the door, we hang you pressing it, it makes like fake crowd noise and all that for good. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's for the tours, to be fair, it's for the Hamden tour. They'll be like, imagine this in a full house. Well, obviously, both boys are going out on a Saturday and firing on the button. It's, <laughs> it's like fucking, it's like cosplay fit man, it man. It's <laughs> 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 kid on. I didn't know that, Yeah. Can I ask you about this? No, we can take it out, right, if you want to, but. Obviously, Rangers get get relegated and stuff like that. And uh, you put something. No, they didn't. Uh, they didn't get relegated. No, they went out of business and started listen, again in the third division. Oh, can you rein it in for one night, mate? <laughs> Sorry, Gredo. Sorry, Gredo. Um, aye. So you're playing Rangers and you wound up in the fucking front page of the paper, did you know? <laughs> No, let, don't talk about this, but I'm getting done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> aye. I think it was to be fair, it was maybe. 
the back page. I thought it was a wee bit there, and then she asked it because somebody had sent a picture to us. Woke up on the Sunday morning, I'm like, oh no, man. In fact, was it was it a Friday? Can't mind. I Sunday morning it was because it was a Friday. The reporter showed up at my house. The Sunday morning we'd been out on a Saturday, and I'd woke up and folk had started sending me messages and that, and I'm like, oh no. I think it'll be like a wee side column like the third division normally gets. I went down to the shop, shaped myself, and I seen it, and I was like, oh no, and then it was like continued page, whatever. I've opened it, man, it was like a big double spread, Pat Nevins, pure sticking about in and all that. So tell me what you've done. What's what? that? What happened? It well, to be fair, what had happened was, obviously they'd went down, I was sitting in work, and it was when Rangers obviously found out they were going down to the third division. And uh, I think I just, obviously young, stupid at the time, um, jumped on Facebook. I was obviously part of he's a bit gutted, but to play against him, I was like, ah, fucking bro, this will be the only chance I'm going to get to play it. Uh, um, Ibrox kind of thing. So I'm on Facebook saying, uh, Rangers going to do next year. Like, apologies to all my pals that support them, but might have to nail one or two players next season or something like Something <laughs> along your lines. But I'm just putting that on, like, kind of thinking folk like that, like Graham, my other pals and that, will be like, aye, fucking no chance and give you a bit of crack. And uh, to be fair, most folk were. And then, obviously, there's the odd folk that you, you know, but you know, pals, when they've given oh, on God, fucking fuck break, break, break Broadfoot's leg, break this guy's leg, you know that? And I'm thinking, I mean, I didn't say I'll break his leg or that, but the next thing I know, it was a, uh, not an eight, and then it was a Friday, I was heading out to my work, and a uh, guy jumps out a motor, it was about seven in the morning, <laughs> guy jumps out the motor, the suit, and that one, and all this paper, and he's like, pick your little one. I'm like, oh, fuck, who's this man? <laughs> Shake myself, and uh, I'm like, aye, how? And he's like, um, it's, uh, I've got proof here that you said this about Rangers players in Scotland internationals and that, and I'm just like, what's happening here? I was off sleeping, and I was like, what are you talking about? And uh, he's sticking it in my face and that, and I was like, look, oh, I was like, I'm a Rangers fan. I was only saying that as a, a laugh, having a carry on with my pals. Um, it's been took it of context. And uh, he was like, is there nothing you want to say about it? And I was like, no, no, like, I'm not saying anything else about it. And he was like, well, it's going in the paper regardless, you, you sure? And I was like, no, no, jumped in the motor. And I was just like, what has happened, man? Drove to work, phoned Queen's Park. And they, to be fair, they were brilliant. They were just like, right, don't speak to MDL, else. Like, you, you sort this kind of thing. Um, and they were brilliant, but that was it, the Sunday. <laughs> obviously, the, guy, the, guy's man. In, well, the guy's been in my face, pure, like, he was looking for a reaction, but... I didn't know at the time. There's obviously been somebody sitting in another motor fucking taking pictures because in the paper on the Sunday, it's a picture of me with a joggy with a hood up, man, my plastic bag with my piece in it. So, it's not even <laughs> looking like an absolute bam. This guy's taking pictures of this. So, imagine, uh, you'd, imagine you'd put one on him. I know, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I don't but it's know funny the way they did that with the pictures because it did look like, you know, little leaving household oh, and all that. Do you know what I mean? As if he was like a, a beast or something. Do you know what I mean? That's what it was like, though, man. But, uh, I, I thought not an eight at the time, but it was it was my mom that I felt sorry for. Because my mom was like, ah, like, the area of your friend that she was like, oh, was it takes as one idiot to come chat your That's, head. that's exactly it. And do you know the worst part is? That's somebody that you know that's done that to you. Aye, Tunsley's one, mate. Tunsley. It was, mate. It was Tunsley. 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 He's said previous, man. So that's <laughs> what I said. At the time, I was in the hick, mate. And then all oh, them were like, ah, fucking somebody's grassed you in, man. And then all my mates started saying, it'll be Tunsley. Aye, did I not get to blame it or not? Did you Aye, I think it do. He's did, mate. By the way, he was the first one I thought. <laughs> I, I, yeah, oh, I purely because I don't know any of your all mates, but I... <laughs> proper Rangers fan, pure raging at me saying it. I'll fucking show him. <laughs> you and Dudley straight onto the patch. It's about the likes of 
Andy Robertson and other players that you've played with that, you know, have went on to, you know, have a right good career and things like that as such? Andy Robertson, for me, is just... When he first came on the scene, you would never have looked at him and went, you know, this wee guy's going to make it. Um, strangely enough, though, man, I, I always think now, like, the, the goal at the time at Queen's Park, uh, Neil Parry, I always remember him, obviously not being serious, but he was joking, like, future Scotland left-back things, and you would think, no chances he's going to be at that level. Like, he was good, right. but he was just a wee boy. Um, but I think what's helped him is obviously, got his move to Dundee United, playing the way he was playing at Queen's Park, and then he was just kind of flung in, didn't have time to think about it, but done the exact same at Dundee United, and then more or less the same at Hull, but um, the level he's went to, like... You've not heard much of him since you left Hull, right enough? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's not all right, I think, but uh, no, I, I would never have thought he would have got to that level, I say, definitely thought he would have made it in the game, but not that level, so I say credit to him, and I always say to people, folk that deserve it, do you know what I mean, if he was a dick of that, you might be a bit, oh, I can't believe he's made it, but... Um, Great boy, man. He just wanted you know, kind of quiet, wanted to learn and that when he came in and mixed well with everybody and he was um deserved it. See at Queens <laughs> See at See at Queens, uh, was he not was he not like the fucking secretary of the club or something? I know. He was, he was, I'm sure he was doing they used to get some of the young boys would go and do a bit to be fair. He was doing like the kit and stuff like that for uh, the Scotland team. He would do a bit of that and then That's they would do the no, no hospitality, but I'm sure it was stuff like that for Scotland games. They would go more guy and like welcome guests in and stuff like that. Aye, cause I watched a, that I watched a documentary about him not long ago, right? And he, he says that it was before the last game of the season or something, and he was hosting something at the club. Mm-hmm. And his mum and dad bought my suit, and he says it's the worst fitting suit that you've ever fucking seen in your aye. life. Aye, so aye. And I, so I, that's crazy, isn't it? When you think about it, going for that to European Cup and Premier League winner, that's aye. unbelievable. And captain of Scotland, obviously. I, know. I don't think he would have imagined he's, he would have got to that level, but like I say, he's, he's obviously had something. Don't know what it is. He's he's worked great, or his desire to go and improve himself. But um, no, he's done brilliant. So tell us about you know a club that now has a very big place in my heart. Tell us about the Smokies. Tell us about the Lichties. Tell us about Arbro. Tell us about Arbro. It's just a club that... It's the same as you. It's a, a club that I went to, to be honest, no planning to hang, hang about very, very long. Um, went there because at the time they were in, they'd have been what, League One or whatever it is. Um, no. They were in the playoffs a couple of seasons in a row. And I just, to be honest, seen them as a, Kind of way to write, everybody's leaving Queen's Park. It's a chance for me to go and play at a higher level. Didn't really want to do the travelling, but if I go here, they're all right next season. They're up at the top end of the table. I'll, I'll get another move to somebody else. And then, obviously, I broke my foot the first game of the season. Missed me to that. Um, but for then, they kind of, I'm not saying they looked after me there because I'd be lying, but get left at <laughs> the time. <laughs> they did it at the time. I was the old chairman and stuff like that. Just get left to kind of, Fend for myself, waiting stuff getting done through the NHS and, and miss most of the season because of it. But after that, um, obviously gave us an offered us another contract, stayed there because kind of wanted to prove I was never, uh, the chance to go back to Queen's Park. Um, but I thought if I go back to Queen's Park, folk will just think fucking do you mm-hmm. know what I mean average. Can I go to Arbroath and get a game back at Queen's Park? So I thought I'll stay next season, get myself back playing again, and then boost for there. But since then, to be fair, I've not really looked back. Um, the fans have always kind of took days. Um, 
And then my dad, so my dad's been coming up, my dad loves it, there's a wee boozer across the road, so my dad will drive up the match day, I'll go in, he heads to the boozer, play the game, I'll go back across the pub and get him after it, and he's normally mixing with the fans, so it's just got that kind of feel about it at the place, it's, uh, it's good, but I say, they've welcomed me and kind of took it. What about the characters that you've got is fucking, you know, you've got Dick Campbell, you've got Rab Douglas there as well as a goalie coach, man. Must be something uh, professional, old school team, man, isn't it? That's what it is. That's what, I'll be honest, another reason why I've lasted as long, I don't know if managers had came and gone, probably with a left. Thing. Probably most of the team that's been there with the gaffer, boys have said it before, like, if he was to leave, I'll, I'll be leaving, do you know what I mean? So if he's been there, I mean, things have changed massively at the club, so it's been easy to stay, to commit myself to it. Um, but the challenge just about every season, he's been there, I know. Um, he's brought in better players, and I say, just the feel about the place, it's, we'll go through you if it has to, you know what I mean? Probably doesn't even need to date as much now, he kind of don't know what the fuck about with him. Um, yeah. And I say, he's good crack. Um, it's always a bit of a carry on with stuff like that. What's the trip to Magaluf like? Because uh, Dick Campbell's famous for taking the t- team away to Magaluf at the end season. That's his big thing, isn't it? Aye. What are the trips like to Magaluf with Dick no, Campbell? That, to be fair, they're a different class. Um, that was it. The, the chat was when, was it the second full season? When we won the league, when we won League Two, they were giving it early. If we win the league, we'll take you to Magaluf. You're thinking, any chance, any chance. We won, to be fair, won it in the last day. Um, straight after the game, Pink, uh, the assistant, his brother was like, night, uh, whatever date it was, 20th of May, we're all off to Mag- Magaluf, everything's booked. All the boys were like, oh no, I can't do the 20th, we've got holidays, we've got other things booked, and I said to change it. But um, they paid for the lot, but they were all inclusive, and then they like, head to some wee Scottish bar on the last night. They were new for the full thing, they met us for the last night, they just flew in. Um, to this bar, we went there and they'd put on like a wee party hanging up for his paid for all that. Um, and then the second season, to be fair, was much the same. Just he's Dick Gutman singing at the old the, the, the party tunes. He's he does that. See, to be fair, I, I thought he would have because he likes to dance that about the dressing room. But uh, <laughs> once we were in the bar, he was quite chilled, man. There was uh, a few older, a few older ladies kicking about and that, and he just sat <laughs> with the, the big, big shirt on unbuttoned. Uh, Button down and that just sat at the bar, cool as you like. Just, and then you could tell him just like getting the boys. I mean, all the boys were buzzing after him, man. So the Godfather. Like, yeah, he's sitting cool as fuck. But, um, no, he's, he is good. He's good crap. I say, like, so he dance and stuff like that. And he's, uh, I think it was the first season or not, to be fair. Whatever pub we were in, we're heading to another one about, must have been about five or six doors down. So, I mean, this is the manager at the club, so the boys are all staggering. A couple of coaches walked down to the next place, a taxi dives past him, like, beep, horn goes out the window, and you just see two, two fingers coming up. Dick Campbell's getting a taxi, about five different, five different pubs down, man, he's got a taxi dives past everything. Oh, yeah, he is good. I say that, they're all good, laugh, big raps, brilliant, and all. And he's a good kind of go between with the, the boys as well, obviously, still takes part in training and gets himself on the bench every now and again. But, uh, is he any good in training? Yeah, to be fair, he's been brilliant. He says he thought he was going to have to go in goals in one he, of the last games. He could, be, he could be on the bench, to be fair, this Saturday. It's been a, a wee, wee injury to one of the goalies, so he could oh, make yeah. the bench again. But uh, he was, um, is it the week, the week you said him on? I was texting Graham and I'm like, ah, he says, I could ask him. And I says, ask how he performed in training this week, mate, because he's always brilliant, man. When he joins in, like, he just fills the goals and sets standards, man. He kind of keeps at you, so he's no messing about and stuff. But the boys were doing shooting and uh, he didn't start. Well, I think he'd maybe been away in holiday, man. He came in 
let a couple go under him and stuff like that, and he doesn't like it, and the boys start at him, so the boys are like, oh, forget Boric, here's a real holy goalie, and all that, and you can just see him fucking steam coming out his ears, he's waiting. <laughs> I'm saying to Graham, just say to him, like, how did you tame me? He was like, no chance, man. No, it was when I went and brought up, what was that like, man? I shot myself when I brought up the, the who was it that scored the goal against him, the Rangers player? Vignal. Vignal, and I thought he would have a laugh with it. He didn't like it, didn't he? No, man. Uh, I didn't like it. Shot myself. I chased him. So I did. Ricky, I chased him, right? Um, the year that Selic went to Seville, right? Selic played a team called uh, fucking, I can't even remember, Sudova in the first round, right? And my dad had bet 8 nothing to Selic with Alharan for the last goal. I swear to God, right? I'm no lying to And it was 8 nothing to Celtic and Yusfil Harm had scored the last goal, right? And big fucking Douglas skis the ball out to the Sudova player and he puts it in the net in the last oh, minute and he finishes 8-1. <laughs> he done my dad out of thousands of pounds. Right? <laughs> thousands of pounds, right? So when we done that charity game, I went up to him, I says, I see, you better hope my dad doesn't get a hoodie. He's like, is he here? I says, he's got him down here. <laughs> I, was, I was like, no, you're all right, don't worry about it. Now. <laughs> No, he doesn't Aye. like that, man. He's, he's brilliant, to be fair. I, I always, once we first came in, I thought, oh my God, like, he'll be just such a towering guy and get mm. that about him. But he's a great big guy, like big gentle giant, man. Once he's known in the park, he'll look after you well. I say, when we've won the league, he said the boys back, he's got a wee, wee bubby to shoes in that. Um, Studs and stilettos, he's always said the, the boys in there. So, yeah, you know, he looks after us. I couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? He doesn't need to. He's played at that level for Celtic. And, I broke for one league two. He could have packed me. These guys would have just went up the road, man. He was like, ah, fuck, he's get looked after every day. So let us all stay in his house and that. So. John, how long have you got fucking... to go? I'm just cautious of time, John, because how long have we got to? About 52, No, no, just, just keep going. Just keep right, going. Right, tidy, tidy. Gredo was... Gredo, after he came on the show, he must have enjoyed it. He's sending Gredo fucking videos in the bath and all oh, that. Oh, no. <laughs> I then his missus sent me one for the bath and all. <laughs> 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 it's a video, what is it? How you doing, champ? Just sitting there. <laughs> it's like, it's How you doing, champ? It's here. a fat cat. It's a fat cat here. <laughs> and then it was, oh, it's the fat cat's wife. <laughs> <laughs> here, do you know what was good as well about Ricky being a football player or not? A couple of times when he gets invited to the PFA Awards because Rangers don't turn up, he manages to get, he's got his in a couple of times. Aye. The first time was when I was at Queen's Park, I, I was up for the award and the Rangers table, so it was like Celtic, whoever was winning, Chalamo Grew, I think, was going to win it. So Celtic were all there, so the Rangers team on there. And uh, the table next to us was met by the Rangers team. So I'm up at the awards and like Toonsley and that are texting us saying, Fuck, what's it like? And all this sort of stuff. I said, like, There's an empty table next to us, man. You could have snuck in. And they're like, I think we could. And I was like, oh, You probably could, man. My phone goes about half an hour, man. Half an hour after that. And they're like, Ricky, we're in the toilets and I hope you come and get us. <laughs> I'm going to get them. Everybody's sitting in the dinner suits and that night. They all swagger in. Big grab to be fair in the suit on. Graham Stokes in. Great trousers. Don't, don't grey shirt. Don't grey tie. Just swagger in. He's like, Focal Hink. I don't know I'm not a football player. I'll just tell Kunt I'm a physio or something like that. Like, just like, keep your heads doing the tables at the back anyway. They three have come in, sat down, him and Toonsley's cracked the bolts away night away. The birds are walking past the dinner, and I'm like, no, that here, sit that here, sit that here. Just sitting at an office, and they're away around the tables getting pictures with everybody, and all that was the first time I ever tied trout or something like that, wasn't it? Trout was a, I was getting all the starters, and would you like more, and all this. Oh. It was the best. It was good that the first year, and then it just shows you it was 
last year, well, the last few times to be fair, I've been. Was it Martin Boyle and Bard? I the last time, so it was. The last time we're, uh, we were going up to the room, we were just about to head out after it, went it? Obviously, right. everybody's recognising him now, so he, he doesn't need to invite anywhere, doesn't need to sneak <laughs> in, he just swaggered in late, not to the world with a blue suit on. Uh, we, came, we were heading up to the lift, and all the Hibs boys came off the lift or something, so he's like, it's your say, started challenging you, didn't he? Um, Martin Boyle comes running it. Goes to kid on wrestle with him. Graham's just slaps your straight face. Couldn't be arsed. Scoops him up in the air. Starts swinging him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we've not heard this story before, Graham. I don't oh, like it. I never I know. The same night in Albert, man. I think it was maybe just before that. You should go to the room before us. I came in and Danny Denham, the boy that does the podcast. That's he was right. loving. He was loving you, but wasn't he? Aye. I walked in. Danny Denham's got his jacket off, just got Graham doing wrestling moves to him for about 10 minutes himself in the bed. You're even laughing, just Danny Denham getting pure trouble. By the way, that's what they tell you they were doing. That's what they tell you they were doing. <laughs> Mary, I show you this wrestling move, Ben, though. <laughs> Don't try us at home. So, um, Ricky, what are, the, what are the ambitions for our growth this season then? Because I mean, obviously you had a brilliant couple of seasons in the Championship. Um, is it? Is it pushing it to the playoffs this season or is it again just a case to try to avoid relegation? Probably, I mean, within the club, I mean, people say that we need to push for the playoffs but realistically, aye, it's about staying up. I mean, we've done well. I think we can get better and you maybe could sneak a outside chance of the playoffs but at the same time, we're getting stronger and everybody running about us, you know what I mean? Like, looking at the league just now, Partick have just come up and for me, I think they make the playoffs. Lamarck well, um, just went down, haven't they? Aye, you've got everybody and everybody in the league's got stronger. Um, I say we we will, but we can only attract young boys, young full time boys on loan, or else get maybe guys that want to step down towards the end of their career. You want to come down to part time football and stuff like that. So Aye. you're not getting probably not getting the best there is in the division. Um, but just the way we play that, we kind of make it hard for teams, and, and Gayfield's not an easy place for teams no. to come. Um, in that league as well, do you know what I mean? A lot of teams, because they are full-time, they want to try and get the ball down and playing. The conditions aren't great, so it does suit us. So You want to play in front of the, the crowd in the championship, don't you? Aye, we've kind of missed that. We go to the mm. first half of the season or whatever and gone for playing, I mean, League 2. Even in League 1, we're both more winning the league. They're maybe getting 1,100, 1,200 in for the kind of bigger games, get them in the Montrose games and that. But first game, I think they played Queen of the South and... The away crowd they broke was probably the smallest, but it was still massive compared to mm. NBL season, at least below us. So, no, I definitely want that. It was a shame. We missed out in Hearts last year. I would have liked that. Mm. Everybody goes on about the atmosphere there mm. um, once it's full, but we never get a chance to do that. I mean, see, when you look at the, the league, you genuinely look at the league and you think any of the teams in that league could win it. Aye. Because anybody can take points off anybody else in yeah. that week. So, it, yeah. you know, like, see if you get a wee bit of a run going, man, there's no reason why you, you can't at least make the playoffs. Aye. If, if somebody goes, that was, we, we finished the season strongly last year, but um, and probably the season before was the same. I finished fifth or sixth when they called it, but we started both seasons quite slow. And then that's what's, that's what's done it. You go on a wee run, like you're saying, you claw teams into it, and you're, you can out the top two or three, probably. But then everybody else is close together. So if you can go on a run, you've always got a wee chance. But nah, we'll settle for as long as we avoid the playoffs, actually, because I've got my, my stag do about. I think it's stag do <laughs> the, the, the playoff final. So. Is that? Nah, so. Avoid the playoffs. I'm going. I'm booked. Aye. 
I'm booked. Absolutely. And I hope that me and Tola and John are booked for the fucking hangway and all the yes, testimonials. Yeah. Aye. 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 If you need a towering striker, I'm your fucking man. <laughs> Listen, you've, got to, you've got to have Grado on the goal, so after you've bigged him up so much now, Ricky, you've got to have him in the sticks for the testimonial, surely. Aye, I'll get, get him in the goals. He'll get bored now, though, I think. Imagine having him in one goal rather than the other goal. It'd be fucking oh. nothing each. No, because see all these... That's funny. You see, these charity games, I've been stupid trying to play up front and all that. I can't do that. I'm better off. I want a show to go on in goals. Ah, you say, was it the last game? Was it the last game you get broke wounds and somebody puts in a plate for you? <laughs> for? Oh, mate, it's fucking... It's always the same when you go to charity games. always being the filters and all, if you're serious. Aye, but every time I play a charity game, it's all that fucking... Why don't you do something with toe and the referee and you know what I mean? It's all that fucking and then that you give the fucking referee a body slam and all shit like ass, man. They or they, or they get me to come on to my, my wrestling music, get come on and dance and all that, and I'm like fucking come on to dance at fucking Paul Junior's part, you know what I mean? Seventy folk man, like right. Well, all guys, like fuck's that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it as if he's never wrestled in front of seventy folk man? Seventy's <laughs> a good house, man. Fuck's <laughs> Uh, Ricky, I don't know if you know, but every week we do on the show an 80-second football quiz, and we're not letting you off just because you're Grado's pal. Uh, so, at the top of the table, it's David Martindale, he's got 16 points. Joint second, John Sutton, Chick Young, and uh, Hamilton Scott Martin, uh, they're all on 15. Mark Wilson, Keith Lasley, third with 14. There's a couple of other selected scores you might want to beat. Bob Malcolm's on 12, Andy Gorham's on 8, and your gaffer... Dick Campbell is on five, so that's oh, the beat him. one. I'll beat him, and man. We've got to mention it every week. Barry from EastEnders is on four, so that's the, the kind of goal. <laughs> At the bottom, you've got Craig Levine, mixed with Pat Lyon, Peter Lovenkrantz, Dick Johnson, who are all on three. Dick Campbell, well, the target? This must be hard, man, right? Aye, well, let's go for it. If I, can, if I can take him out, we'll go for it, yeah. Well, Grado can ask you the questions since he's your pal, so here I'm sure he'll make them fast. Is, is there a time for me to answer them? So there's 90 seconds, Ricky, right, and you can't pass. You need to give an answer. That's not be the right answer, but you need to give an answer, all right? Aye. Right, so we get 90 seconds, John, boy. We have indeed. <clears throat> Number one. Name the only SPFL team whose name begins with the letter B. Breaking. Who managed Kilmarnock immediately before Stevie Clark? Oh, team manager. Which P which SPFL side has a Baxter the Bridey as their mascot? Who knocked Belgium out of the Euros? Italy. How many league appearances did you make for Partick Thistle? What? Which SPFL side did Inter Milan's Lewis Morgan start his career at? St Mirren. Name a current permanent Scottish Premiership manager who also played for the club they manage. Goodwin. Who has Genie Wingelum signed for? <laughs> when Aldum, uh, Barcelona. What oh, club does yeah. David Marshall currently play for? David Marshall? Oh, don't know, Cardiff. How many goals did you score for Queen's Park? Three. Home Park is the home to which football team? Who is the only team to remain unbeaten against England at the Euros? Scotland. The Super Jays is a nickname for which club? Can he pass? No. Uh, 
<laughs> Who played in the final of last season's League Cup? Time! Oh. Who was that one? You can still answer it, though. Who was that one? Which two teams played in the final of last season's League Cup? However, I need to tell you, John's got the wrong answer here. St Johnston Livingston, was it? Correct, that's right. Uh, that's yes. what I thought. Yeah, also, yeah. I've never heard of the Super Jays in my past. Who, who is that? St Johnston. St Johnston? I have I've never heard that. Heard Anyway, John, what's the scores in the doors you can't? <laughs> we'll go through your own answers, Ricky. Uh, managed Kilmarnock before Steve Clark, it was Lee McCulloch. Um, Genie, when the album was going to sign for Barcelona, but aye, PSG. PSG, aye. Uh, David Marshall is currently at Derby County. We'll come back to that one in a minute. Um, home Park's are home to uh, Clyde Bank. Uh, Super J's we talked about. So, Question for you, and I'm going to take your answer. I've got down two goals for Queen's Park, but you're saying oh. three. Remember, it only lists league goals. No, I know, I, check, I checked that again. I, I double-checked it. It's not you might be right. You might be right. Oh, right. See, 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 he's wrong. See, he's wrong. See, I'm wrong. Uh, tell me you scored three, yeah, man. Uh, I scored three. Two, no. Let me see. Two that I can Ricky, just take the point, right? Let's go for three. <laughs> Let's go for three. There was definitely a cup goal in there, actually, against Parkinson. There we go. So ah, we'll go uh, excellent. Well said. Well said. Well, listen, you've beaten your gaffer. You've yes. done very well. You've beaten Andy Gorham. Yeah. You've got nine. Oh, that was good. Well done, Ricky. I count it ten. Oh, have you got ten there, Chris? Well, listen, it's episode 100. We're going to give Ricky a ten since he's hey! the legend of the game. Give him a ten percent for the 100th episode. That's it, boys. Ricky, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the Aye, show, mate. Thank you very much for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having us, guys. welcome. <laughs> Football Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Well, Chrissy boy, it's been 100 episodes. You're looking well. You've done well. John's <laughs> done great. Thanks, Grado. Grado, you've done well yourself, mate. You oh, have done honestly. well yourself. Happy 100, eh? I know, Happy 100. I, I honestly can't believe we've got to 100 episodes. You know, very few podcasts get to 100 episodes. So we've got to, I think you've got to thank all the guests that have come on. I mean, we've, we've been really blessed with some of the guests we've got. And obviously, we've got to thank everyone that's listened to the podcast. Ah, it's the listeners, you know. man. It's yeah, like, you, you get, they, they make I'll the show... Off the shite. They, they make the show every week with their contributions and, you know, we just got to say a big thanks to everyone for listening. And ho- hopefully, once this shit show ends of the pandi- pandemic, we can get some live shows on the go with you guys and we, we can bring Football Daft live because we'd love to meet you all. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I've got <laughs> to... Like, I sound like, sound like I'm making an Oscar speech here. Somebody play, somebody play the music quick. <laughs> someone, someone, play, someone play the music. We've had the Big Brother story now, so I don't know where else we can go with this end. Aye. You know what? Fuck it. And play the River City theme with the rock as well. Audio Frontier.